Hello, podcast listeners. It is uh, Merry Christmas. It's, it is the festive edition of Do You Space to Talk. And last 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 year we did It's a Wonderful Life, and, and today we are again. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, today we're 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 doing a film that is both great and shit at the same time. <laughs> it's absolutely all over the shop. This fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, tonight's film is. Jingle all the way. No, I'm kidding. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, admittedly, I, I, I did watch that um, recently. That was on TV recently, wasn't it? I'll tell you what, I bet that's got a more consistent quality, if nothing else. <laughs> well, it's Arnie, so it's bound we, to be. We, you know what? That, 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 I, I would vouch that for another Christmas commentary. Obviously, I, 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 it's not my choice, so... but is next year. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what, you, what she'd pick, but... Do you know the depressing thing about that, Chris? You're three years away from another choice. <laughs> so yeah. So so you got oh, three years. So, 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 so podcast you got in, you know our meals in pill form and stuff. You've got a three year wait for seeing uh, Arnie chase after Turbo Man. Uh, <laughs> but he doesn't go ice to see you. No, he doesn't. I don't no. think he's ever said that. <laughs> well, done. well done. You crammed that in every fucking way. I got to cram it in before the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love to, but I'm single at the minute. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay. Uh, what is it, Chris? It is the classic that is Love Actually. Or, um, or, give, it's, or, or give it its proper title. Nicey, nice, love, 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 nice. Uh, <laughs> okay. In, you know, in a snow globe. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's, it's, it's snow globes were full of infidelity yeah. and loneliness. Yeah, because last last year was your choice. It was uh, it's a wonderful life, which is a good solid choice. I think we're all happy with that. And uh, I thought, I oh, know what would be a good good one to do. Love actually, because uh, okay. I think that'd be a good commentary to do. So we're doing it. Um, so yeah, so obviously I'm joined by David and Rebecca. Hi, new folks. And so this is like a, a like a little Christmas gift from us. The uh, from do to to talk to our listeners, and uh, you can. You can yeah, basically we're on a victory tour at the moment because we seem to be doing nothing but commentaries and the ep- the episode after this is our 100th episode where we fucking wank ourselves off about how well we've done and say thank you to you all. So we'll, we'll get we'll get back to normal business in the new year. <laughs> and we got a last year there review coming up hopefully. So. Last, yeah, a couple of days from recording that, although you're a couple of weeks from hearing it, listeners. Yeah, so uh, I'm, you know, I, I dare say it will be spoilerific. But um, by the time it will be a few weeks out by then, I imagine at least two. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but um, and hitting play is not mandatory, so yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll 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 jump that ship to the go. So so seeing it's like an over two hour film, let's crack on with it, shall we? Uh, okay. So listeners, uh, when I on free, I shall play. Yeah, because I'm sure I, I'm sure you've all got copies of Love Actually, listeners. That, I feel that, everyone's that, got. That's, Everyone's that's, picked Love Actually for free quid on DVD at some point. Well, I know, I but... I it's worth their salt, so you'll have it in your collection. Yeah. Bear in mind, of course, if you do have it on DVD, you will have PAL speed up, so you'll be ahead of us. But it's... Yeah, but it just but as enjoy a it faster. general guess, get over and done with. <laughs> a problem I've had for many years. <laughs> so, um, and, and with that, let's uh, crack on with yeah. crack on. the... The love, the love, actually, that is love. Okay, so on three, 
I'm hoping there's some really tasteless fucking commentary about 9-11 to stop this, start this bastard off. <laughs> dear, dear. I said Jakarta's for you. No. He does yeah. make a good point, though, but yeah. yeah. He just makes it tastelessly. <laughs> and, well, at least it's not about time. That's all I'm going to say. So, well, on, yeah. on three. Yeah. One, two, and three. Right. So too far. I actually saw this in a cinema. So did I. Yeah. Do you know the worst thing about this? What? I bought I bought two tickets. I thought I'm not two tickets to see this. I don't just pretend I've got someone with me. You liked it so much, you saw it twice. <laughs> no, no, but I, I thought I'd do a double bill. And then this well, film was really long. And then I walked out and went straight into see Sea Biscuit, which was also really fucking long. I came home with the most stinking headache after this. Even a bum at the end. I I, I don't remember my bum from this period <laughs> I do remember my head and it hurt I, I have not seen Seabiscuit is it's it it's crap is it it's really sepia toned but it's so cheesy how, how, how was Julia Roberts in it it's very schmaltzy well she didn't play the horse I know she's got quite a big, <laughs> I know she's got quite a big mouth on her but oh sorry, sorry I always get confused with um, so Jessica Parker so, sorry I was, I was just she's got a face like a foot no, yeah, I I remember actually really being quite surprised by this. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be sappy drivel. And it was sappy drivel, but it's it sappy drivel that I kind of enjoy watching. Well, whenever you say to someone, this film's like sappy drivel, they'll point to the like all the stories that have like unhappy endings in it and say, well, actually, it's not. And you go, well, okay, fair enough. But, but it's uh, extra sappy because, of course, we've lost Alan Rickman since, haven't we? Which is very sad. Yeah, he'll turn up. <laughs> Yeah, eventually. I'm sure he'll find out somewhere along the line. Oh. Yeah, but I, I, to be honest, I'd be a lot sadder about that if I, if he wasn't cheating on his wife all the way through this. Aww. But, like, really, re, re, but at the same time being really unsure of himself. Like, yeah. really, like, a, 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 he refuses to enjoy it at all, and B, they cast a vampish wet dream in the role. <laughs> it's just like... I mean, it's kind of sad. Like, a woman always... could have mistress stamped on her forehead. It's a fucking obvious cast. I mean, the, the, the thing is, he kind of feels sorry about doing it. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he, he kind of feels almost like he's bullied into it, almost. Yeah. I feel, feel like, like kind of so, sorry for him. Have, it's not mandatory to treat on, cheat on your wife. But I, I think uh, it's uh, Emma Thompson that makes that storyline work. Cause it kind of feels just a little oh. bit... It just... It doesn't really go much anywhere, really. It's not real, like... No. That's oh, a nothing story. Like They're all situations, not stories. Mm. But, um, but speaking, of, yeah. speaking of which, which, which one is your favourite? What? My favourite what? Story in this? Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it as we go Colin through. Colin Sure off the top of my head. Colin Firth, because it transcends language. No, Colin Firth, because you fancy him. Because he dives into a lake. Right, that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I think I, I think did, the um... no. All the years of watching um, Bill Nye and stuff, I, I didn't even know till about two years ago that hand thing he's got going. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, two, it's, of, it's, two basically, of his fingers point out. I'm straight. trying to remember what it was. It's, I did think it was arthritis. It was something else. It's um, not. His hands are drawing in, though, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's something to do something to do with the joints um, and sort of the ligaments. Um, so, what was he in? That I saw recently, um, and it's kind of like every time you go know, see him, you kind of notice oh, there's another one and. But he is a bit of a legend. But I actually do. I quite like the story. The story that we begin with. I think it's very sweet. Well, I think it's all. It's all kind of cheesy. It's, it's very modern. This guy's very, very lonely under all of this. 
And I guess that's the one thing in the whole film as a running threat. Look at that, that standing thing. sit. He's like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, I'm acting off. like I'm, I'm, I'm like sitting down on the stool, but I'm not actually on the stool. He's just too cool, Chris. You, you couldn't fucking rock this if you tried. No. Too cool for stool. Mm. <laughs> too cool for his stool. <laughs> 2003, bloody hell. Too cool for stool. Oh, you just got that. Brilliant. Too cool for his stool. Yeah, N- not that type of stool. No, the stool that you sit on. Five weeks to Christmas. But yeah, no. Well, now it's only seven days to Christmas. Which, which is well, by the time this goes out, it's about a day and a half from Christmas. Merry Christmas, listeners. Really good is the massive. I first noticed his hand thing. Where he was in. The, he was in a film where he's played a hitman. And it kept. It kept annoying me. He's like, why is he holding the gun weird? No one holds a gun that with that weird. Yeah. And it was only like afterwards about. Oh, he's mm. this thing with his hands. He's this woman has got. This woman's got a bit of layer say do about her. She does a little bit. Oh, is, oh, who is she? She is someone. He's he's been in stuff. Yeah, she's her. Oh, they say <laughs> she's the actress who's been in that film. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up because I'm it's gonna bug me. Yeah. Poor Colin Firth. If if only he knew Becca was waiting for him. Oh God. He looks so young there as well. Do you know? If I, to his Italian wife. I, I wouldn't look anywhere near as depressed as Liam Neeson was here. He does. He's actually rather good in this, I think, Liam He's brilliant he's right. in this. Yeah, he's alright. He's brilliant in this. This is my favourite story, actually, for all its cheesy elements, and I don't mean to fucking be all sad and sappy oh, and no, fucking it's sad. Nice. No, it's nice. But I wish I'd had a stepfather like this, because I had a stepfather who wasn't fucking like this at all. Oh. So, um, yeah, this is um, this is probably my favourite storyline. Oh, and also the pain of losing someone before before their time and your time. It's difficult, isn't it? it we spend our lives five, you know, a lot of us, particularly when you sort of you think they're like my age now, I'm forty. So I've got like halfway I'm forty one actually. But I've got halfway through my life without meeting the person I'm meant to be with. Now imagine you meet the person you're meant to be with and it's fucking perfect and mm. you lose them and you're still in your forties. It's like no That that is actually kind of tough. Uh Selena Gilroy, that's that's the one. That's right. the one. Brilliant. That's really helpful. Still yeah. Don't know it. She was she was in a, a couple of Resident Evil films. There you are. That was it. That was the problem it. with those films is I never remember them after I leave. Because I remember she was I, in High Rise as well. I think it might have been. I think it might have been Extinction. Yeah. At the end, there was a big reveal of a character, and none of us watching it who'd seen all the films could remember that character because it's so. I, 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 I imagine very... that was that character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's quite funny. That's the one played by Sienna Guillory, or if she's called. Wait, I need it. I. Well, the thing with like the, the, what are they doing? Are they kind of like a sex double or something? They are, they are a sex double, and it's just there for lighting. Oh. But I think how hard can lighting be that you've it's basically Stacey. got a like fucking Stacey. air fuck for twenty minutes while they figure it out? So yeah, this was like two, two people. There two people in a popular Brit- like, uh, BBC sitcom before they were famous. Before they were famous. Well, no, actually, no, because you had this life in the 90s. Yeah, they were already famous. He was already fairly, fairly famous. Tuba Tailedia for less so. But I'm sure this was around the time of Kinky Boots. I think, yeah, that sort of time. That's this weird. is probably my least favourite story because they haven't actually thought of, like, how this would play. They've cast good people. 2005, they, so, well, yeah. Unfortunately, she she's 18. She is too fucking young for this role. She is too but young. neither of them speak. And we're seeing it through, like, Egg, because that's the only name I can think of for him. <laughs> um, <we're seeing> <laughs> well, he is his, Egg, basically. We're seeing it through his perspective. 
but he's a miserable bastard as well because he's trying to be unfriendly to like not give away that he really likes her. Oh god, we've got bloody Hugh Grant as PM. A bloody Hugh Grant. <sighs> gumball, gumball. I was, I, you know, I've always thought about which is he is he Labour or Conservative in this. I think he's Conservative, and the reason I think that is he's directly replacing Blair. He is, but then he has a go at the George Bush wannabe, doesn't he? So. Well, that's not necessarily the like thing because it could be from the same diff- party. Yeah, yeah different. Diff- yeah, you still have different ideologies from the the right here than the right there, a little bit to, to some degree. And plus, it's probably I don't, I don't I don't know, but also you got the Maggie Maggie. Um, yeah, he cl- he well. clear- he's clearly got a thing for Maggie. I think he's conservative. I do. I don't think they could say that because, mm. like, conservatives are pantomime <laughs> villains. Uh, but, but I think he is. But I, you know, but generally, as, as, as someone who, who is like more right wing, anyway, I, I, I think it's probably yeah. best to kind of leave it unsaid. Anyway, I rather, I rather. Well, you not just learn- said it, so I'll have to edit that. Oh, no, no. I mean, in terms of movies, you know, and like you know, when it comes to like sort of political leaders, I think it's best to kind of leave it neutral, and just kind of, you know, rather than make make a thing out of it. Yeah, I do remember reading Blair's autobiography years ago, and he said that when he walked in and met them all, and and they were queued up a bit like they are here, mm-hmm. one of them was in tears. Oh really? And he, and, he, and all he could do was like apologize, <laughs> and she went, and she said to him something like, "You're not sorry at all. You meant to do this." Sometimes the staff get kind of um, attached to your predecessor. Sure. And I'm not sure they'd be this delighted to see him. No. Well, um, yeah, unless the guy was a complete twat before. <laughs> I have never ever thought that he'd be remotely interested in Martin McCutcheon. But there you go. Is this, is, this is probably... Is it maybe when Ashley lefty senders? I can't remember. This, yeah. yeah this, 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 this rings true. Just this tiny little feet to... that he's in this tiny little office. Mm-hmm. And that's actually true. The actual main sort of office in number 10 that Prime Ministers tend to work in is this tiny little it's fucking tiny. side puppy thing. Have you been yeah. there? I love your politics degree. They have got no... Co- no, Yeah, they don't teach that in a politics degree, I promise you. I went to lectures for years, kind of. And um, at no point did they say, by the way, the office is small. <laughs> by the way, the office is tiny. None of these people, apart from that little bit of warmth there, none of these people really talk to each other. Which makes it the dullest storyline to watch. That's no, a bit weird, isn't it? You try to kind of connect the dots, like who's friends with who and who's related to who. Like, well, sort of th- there's... Yeah, I forgot she was in it. But she's not really kind of friends with anyone, is she? She's got a really lonely existence. She's looking after a disabled brother or a disabled relative. Yeah, yeah. That that's it. a tough storyline. That, that's a difficult storyline. Mm. Oh. Well, well, we'll get to it, but she got like a really unrealistically... Love interest. It's like, oh, I just kind of fancy that that guy who's basically like a a swimwear model. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Every every time you do have a lazy encounter at a Christmas party, it's always a model. <laughs> it's it's not what the fuck was I thinking at all. And he's like really into her as well, and all this kind of thing. It's like, ugh, you know, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, know. I don't. I know. I, yeah, I just casually, yeah, just get like a celebrity singer in there. You know, it's like, and yeah, this, this is everyday life, people. This is yeah, this is your fucking trombone. Like relationships that. in this film are kind of obviously clearly movie relationships. Oh. Just like, oh. See, see, half these people like oh, must be complete strangers. They must have thought like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah, I know because they're hired. They were on talent. It's like, why does all of the third and fourth row it made up of strangers at my <laughs> wedding? <laughs> 
there's something about cheating that's always got to me without making anything too heavy of it. This really fucking got to me, and I don't know why. It, it passed quite quickly, but I thought this was fucking horrible. What, because it's that's your brother? Just all of it. I just thought it was horrible. It was a horrible thing to anyone to have to go through. I think it's the shock of it as well. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if I'd known her at the time, I could have sent Beck around to sort him out. <laughs> well, I'm currently married. Batman, so I can beat him up for you. Thanks, brilliant. I, I, I'd rather send Chris around because he's Batman. Just, just a reminder, the first year since 2010, crime has risen. <laughs> and Chris, is Batman. Chris has been Batman. It, it, it depends on like, how you term it crime. Is it vigilante crime, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this scene was cut from um, right. um, uh, four, four Weddings and a Funeral. It's going to be Hugh Grant. But this one with the cookie. Yeah, it was it was originally written and they took it out before they filmed it, obviously, and then they okay. reused ah. it. The whole line with uh, the hors d'oeuvre, like, oh, food's terrible. If, if any of you listening haven't listened yet, we talked, well, the episode 99 was our Back to the Future 3 show. And we barely talked about the film because we didn't care about the film. So we were talking about uh, my time in America and Becca's time in America. And, <laughs> and believe me, this, this storyline for being um, incredibly cartoonish is more accurate than you would think. <laughs> if you go to like Goose Fart fucking Minnesota or something, middle of nowhere, um, they think Brits are amazing. We did quite overshare a lot. I, I, I apologise <laughs> for oversharing. Why? Everyone was hoping for some filth. <laughs> um, TMI. I don't really fucking care. If there's a like 10% chance of somebody somewhere laughing, I'll tell you anything. I was getting a few, you know his mate? Is he also like the guy um, in, like, in the film crew with the... Um... Uh, what's his face? Uh, Tim from the office. Martin Freeman. Maybe he could be. I, I don't be. think. I, I don't think to this day I've made all the links actually. But yeah, I think you're probably right. It's one of those portmanteau movies, isn't it? Where there's lots of different interconnecting which threads. Which always makes me wonder, like, what's he doing? Just hanging around in the back then? Like, I don't. <laughs> Something about um, what's her name? She was in Gavin and Stacey. What's she called? Um, Joanna Page. Is it Joan? No. Somebody Page. Yeah. So you him? Is it the same guy? Because it looks like, it's just a bit totally She's confusing. She's really sweet. It's the same dude. But it's just totally confusing. We just cut from one scene where he's in one place, and then cut to another scene where he's completely different. It's just yeah, which is really poor filmmaking. If you think about it, mm. they should have cut to something else and then to that, or just cast yeah. someone else. Well, yeah, there is that. Chris is yeah. about to lose the power of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, if you get actually. Yeah. She smiles a minute ago, and it rem- for the first time I've noticed someone I used to date who looked like that. Not not necessarily ah. topless, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, he looks like, a bit different now. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, he's just uh, a lot. Why, why, is, why has she got to take a uh, top off and he doesn't? Uh, it's because, we, because we've got to sell this film, Chris. It's like sells, <laughs> you know. It's fifteen after. And also, there's the comedy value. Do you know what? There's something about him that's a little bit Rowan Atkinson. A younger Rowan Atkinson could have just played a little bit, thing. yeah. I think he was still literally obviously fresh from Tim from the office. Um, no, I think he's he's, he's a bit more heavy man in, um, in that. Yes, he's no, he, he is, yeah, he but is there was a face thing. he pulled then. But uh, this scene is... Um, I'd be very interested to see Liam Neeson play this now. 
just because he did lose his wife six years after this. I was going to say, yeah, this is it. It was quite difficult. And that was horrible. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, it was very like Michael Schumacher's accident. She was skiing, had a fall, hit her head, and she had that sort of lucid interval you can get where her brain's damaged but nothing's showing yet. They tried to get her to go and see a doctor, and she said, no, I'm fine. And then she went back to her hotel room and basically ended up going into a coma and dying. Oh. Natasha Richardson, um, sister of Jolie Richardson. Yeah. And um, daughter of, uh, of uh, is it Vanessa Redgrave? I can't remember which one she's daughter of. I think so. Yeah, I think it's... Um... Yes, that sounds about that. But oh, she... Um, there was just something... If you ever saw a photo of Natasha Richardson and Liam Neeson together... If they were like looking at each other, they were in love. Was yeah, I was gonna say they were clearly very much in love. No they? doubt whatsoever. Edward Hardwick there as a grandparent. Yeah. It's kind of like a British Who's Who. It, it, it is. It is very cheesy that whole like uh, let's play the basic role as. I know, but I know, you know, but, it's, it's, but, but it but, doesn't what? make sense as well because Liam Neeson at this point is probably about forty. So assuming she's roughly the same age, they've got a kid who's like eight. Mm. I suppose it. No, I suppose it, no. It's a, it's te- she's ten years too young to have been a Bay City Rollers fan. Roughly. I don't think you can't sort of read too much into. Yes, you can. We are <laughs> bastards. They fuck the film up. But he plays it well, though. Dear Richard Curtis, I wish to complain. Now, Laura Linney um, is the person Fraser Crane ended up with at the end of Fraser. Yeah. And she played it so well. I. Got, I really choked up at the end of that. It was very emotional, wasn't it, that but scene? She is so much who we'd want to end up with. You're just, you're just like, yes, at last. You know, you just yeah. feel like, oh. is, is she basically like the, the same person who she's playing here, almost, to a degree? Um, well, she doesn't have the same personal problems. She's actually like a matchmaker in it, who's had a broken marriage. So she does have personal problems. But it's kind of a similar quality definitely and it's around the same time as well because it would have been the 2003-04 season mm. of that show so she will have filmed this and then gone straight to do that so we're looking about you know they'd be she'd be about two months apart in age whichever way round. so yeah this is when around the time she filmed that yeah and just have a usual gag of like yeah aren't, aren't wedding DJs crap yeah yeah, it's all a bit lazy that way. Only for just being so shaky. I don't ever buy this at all. It's a bit mm, suspect. I mean, like if it if if the if the story was like um, Alan Rickman being really awkward, not knowing not what to do when his secretary keeps coming on to him, I would buy that. I would find that kind of amusing. Yeah, um, and that that's much more um, stock British sitcom trope as well, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah so it's very much sitcom trope. But it's it's just like it just it's just not sort of thing. Your boss just sort of invites you in and then just like basically <laughs> says, "Yeah, you should ask that guy out because you, we, all, we <laughs> yeah. all know." It's, it's something that happens like in movie relationships, isn't it? It's not something that happens in real life. I know as well. And the thing is, this guy's a model, and I think Laura Linney's very attractive, by the way. But like. I just don't imagine that. Ask him out, you're bound to get him. Well, uh, how old is she in here, though? Is she like Laura Linney was born in I think '64, so she'd been about 39 here. Yeah, yeah. and he must be like uh, like late 20s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Behave yourself, Laura. <laughs> you know, it's it's not really about like, oh, whether a person's attractive or not. It's just like they just don't look like a match. They don't look like uh, a match. It's the odd couple. Like, it, like if if it was it, like, it's almost like she could say, have anyone she wants, but not anyone she wants. It was no. like if it was like say Colin Firth, you go, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, definitely. And in fact, the one Colin Firth ends up with would be a better match for that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Have you noticed in British sitcoms and, and British comedy generally? Uh, men's sex drive is either insatiable or non-existent. Yeah, nothing in between. It's either like Carry On or the Confessions films, where they're insatiable, or it's kind of like they'll do anything to avoid it. I did find this like, interview quite amusing at the time. It was quite funny. <laughs> what, his interview? Yeah. I thought it was quite funny later when he was on with Ant or Deck. But... It felt so populist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Assuming we all watch Ant and Deck. Yeah, they well, are kind of everywhere. Ant. I suppose anybody I outside have, the yeah, UK I, I probably wouldn't know who they are. I Deck in anything for fucking decades. Um, it's like the night takeaway, um, variety yeah, shows, watch any of jungle. <laughs> I don't watch it because it's all shit. No, but they are, no, they are pretty they much make everywhere. Bad TV. But at, at the time they were. Oh, they were. I mean, like FCT that... was good for a good show. Hang on, Becca's about to make a really lame argument about App and a deck. Becca. <laughs> no, I was going to say SMTV as well. Yeah. That, that, just because I'm of just because I'm of that generation. So. I know that, I mean, it, that's, it wasn't... A, that's a name of a TV show that promised more than it delivered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't being any serious. You know, it was just Saturday morning TV. Um, that's just one of the things. If you're of that certain generation, um, that's something you would have been with. Bloke. That's what it stood for. I didn't get that. SMTV Saturday morning TV, brilliant. Well, I assume that's what it was. I don't that's, know. No. But no, I remember going and the um, the oh, what was it? There was a music show afterwards, I can't remember. CD um, UK. That was a CD UK, that was a couple of times. So you had S&M and then followed by CD. <laughs> yeah. yeah CD you know, okay, with Cat Dealey. That's the one. I managed to meet um, Atomic Kitten. <laughs> that was quite yeah, close Atomic back in the day. Kitten. Wow, good. That was my childhood. You should have stayed in touch, you'd have someone to snort coke with, no? Which, which lineup of Atomic Kitten did you meet? Well, <laughs> I think it was the first generation yeah, lineup. The classic lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think Mary I think it was mainly Liz, I think. That was, that was good fun. Oh, Warrington's Finest. <laughs> yes. Warrington's Finest. There's a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is something, actually, I think what, what kind of adheres me to the scene, there's something refreshing about, like, someone just being really, really honest and just saying, yeah, my song's shit, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's quite refreshing. Christmas with love. This never rung true as well. He says something like, who do you need to screw to get a biscuit round here? Or something like that. It's like, yeah, you wouldn't say that. Doesn't yeah, work, but it's Hugh Grant who gets away with it. He'll get away with everything. The thing is, like, everyone kind of um, looked down their nose at him at the time. But I think I said this a few weeks ago on one show or other, that um, it's a bit like Arnie in the action genre. It's only when you see someone fill that role who isn't him, you realise how talented he is. Yeah. Hugh Grant is an extremely charming actor. 
Yeah, it was. I think at the time it was popularity. A lot, like, a lot of people were like, oh, I fucking hate Hugh Grant. But when when he was actually I think on screen, he kind of liked it. Stereotypically, stereotypically, it was the type of film wives forced their yeah. husbands to. <laughs> so you look down your nose at it. But I got, I got no problem with it. I never have. But he's quite. He's good. A com- he's good. A comedian actor. Have you seen Paddington yes, Two yet? Old. Yes, I've not seen him yet. No. Ah, oh, Becker, it's the best film. He's I've meant seen to be the villain year. in that, isn't he? Up it? there with Detroit for hard hittingness. Uh, oh right, okay. No, He's I really brilliant. want to see it, so I might kind of catch uh, it. it. Have you seen the first one? I have, yes. It's yeah, better the, the, than that. First... Oh really? Wow. Much better. I praise because like, I thought it's the first not, one was no, just like the longest. No, it's not even a bit better. Film. It's miles better than the first. Oh, one. Oh brilliant! Oh good. I really, I really like the first one though. I, 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 it's been, it's been at least was it two, three years? Yeah, it's been a few years. So I, I yeah, saw it three years since I last saw it. Yeah. Oh, I saw Pictures, it But um, I was actually naked. quite impressed by his uh, voice work as well because he he did uh, different uh, voices. Yeah, uh, Hugh Grant. I was yeah. actually thinking. Could, could I've seen some trailers of that actually. Could you imagine like taking advice from watching these two? Look at <laughs> his head going up and down. I think that is the same guy. Yeah, it is, because he went from one scene to the next. It was definitely that. Yeah, I think it was the same dude. I, I've never had to chat someone up in that position. Lucky you. Uh, right. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Do, do, you think, do you think they're doing like a room and he's fucking a belly button? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Talking of Frasier, Wisconsin was where um That's where he goes from. Babes. Only farm babes. Yeah, because yeah, if you're gonna go to anywhere in America you go Wisconsin. Yes you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but as discussed last week, you go to the least touristy place you can find. I think he ends up there's, fucking Canada. Yeah, there's, there's a logic to this, but the thing is I didn't know it at the time. Now, uh, with a few years on the clock, I'm like, yeah, that's genius. This is why we went there, you know, because obviously Chris Marshall went there and we're like, yeah, let's try and be as cool as him. Well, this was the height of his popularity as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I think he was doing like My Family around that sort of time. Um, yeah, I've, I've since enjoyed him in Death in Paradise. That was a good show. That was a terrible, terrible show, My Family. <laughs> I quite enjoyed going, it. Isn't it? Of course yeah, you did, Oh, thank you. Well, no, it's one of those things. It's like it's easy to watch, and you know who did it. It's just you know cozy. <laughs> I'm fed up. I'm fed up with TV. all this difficult to watch stuff. Well, like you know, some some who I, I find you know some who does. I read a lot of like crime novels and stuff like that. I kind of like, oh, that's quite interesting. I like how they did that. I like how they intertwined that plot. Well, and some are just like, oh, you know how it's going to work out. Well, well. And you could predict like most most, if not all of them. Um, but no, the only reason I watched it obviously because Chris Marshall. And also, Denny John Jaws was a cat and red dwarf, and that was like the main reason I watched it because I, I think he's really funny. And that was kind oh, of like the main. That was like the main draw comic. For me. He's a bit over the top in this, but he's a talented comic actor, no doubt. Mm, no, definitely. And also, also, my life in film with Scott. What's his face from? Oh, I love Scott. What's his face? <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering names. I'm sorry. Really, you kept uh, that quiet. I know. <clears throat> So they're, Sherlock, so they're, they're brother like and sister. Um, uh, I don't. Th- what these two? They're not yeah. brother and sister. They're friends. Oh, they're friends. Oh, that's it. No, yeah, it's yeah. Um, her brother's the prime minister. Yeah, her brother's the prime minister. But um, what I love about Emma Thompson is the same thing. I mean, they're a different generation from each other now and then. But the, you know, when we watched Skyfall, I was talking about how little vanity there was about Judy Dench's performance. Mm. Same here. 
Emma Thompson at this stage still kind of, I, I can't put it any better than scrubbed up quite nicely. But it's totally like she's middle-aged and she's more interested in like kids and just everyday life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she's just got such a nice, warm presence. I mean, it comes across like in her interviews as well when you, when you, when you see her. Yeah, she seems to be kind of like that, quite down to earth and very much with it and on, you know. Just very likable person, you know. Yeah, I think I think, I think, I think it just up. it just comes to that warm presence you get. You get. I mean, you know, I, you know, she she never really takes anything away from the film. She can only add to it. Yeah, yeah. she's one of those. She doesn't seem to take herself too seriously either. She's great. She really is great. No one's ever going to shag you if you cry all the time. Oh, baby. Said, in 10 years isn't that the best worded pull yourself together ever yeah literally <laughs> no, no one's going to you like that <laughs> so we're going to sit at a bench and stare and reflect and talk to oh this is nice though Imagine. he now plays the role of John Tracy in Thunderbirds oh, I, I feel awful saying this because it's so self-indulgent but imagine having a stepfather who fucking cared like that you know what I mean he also has been an amazing runner so he's done his, he's done quite well there's um, Thomas Brady Sangster. I mean, it does come across like the, the the essentially like his his biological son, and that's that that's. I mean, it could easily play like that. It's, yeah, uh, it does. It does but I think, really well. I think the fact that it isn't just kind of adds a lot more to it for um, for some some. That, some that's adds an extra layer of depth, really, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, and it's, it's more about two people, sort of like okay, we have mutually lost someone. Yeah, uh, let's, let's come, come let's, together. Let's be there together. Of. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. He, he's, 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 he's been in stuff now, hasn't he, that kid? He's been in stuff, you're right, Chris. He has been in stuff. No, like <laughs> I just said, he's he's now obviously been in the major. What a memory! John Tracy in Thunderbirds, okay. No, he's been in stuff, Becca. Stuff, that's a classic film. Ah, stuff, brilliant. I do love a bit of stuff. Wow. <laughs> it's probably a slang term for something which I don't know. Stuff. Stuff. It's not a, no, it's a, it's a, I was going to say men's magazine, but it's not, it's like a, a tech magazine, isn't it? I don't know. That may be read by women or men? I don't know. Jack off a nori. <laughs> Crack off a nori. A hard day. Excuse me. I reckon this is why I don't get many dates. Because if the way to do it is to work late, I'm fucked. Well, oh, because you're Laura Linney? <laughs> no, it's because like, you've got to work late to do it. Oh, hello. I- I'm at home vegging in my fucking pants by now. I forgot about Dishy Carl. Dishy? Do you know, you use some right middle fucking class language. <laughs> Last week we had Colin Firth is tasty. And now, <laughs> and now we've got this, this, this young man's dishy. <laughs> <laughs> Is, are we added to, to where I actually are. Are we added to the uh, collection of, uh, of Becca's eclectic taste? Oh, Later on, I'm sure we'll see some behaviour we can characterise as spunky. I mean, it'll get, it'll get to the point where, like, Becca is just happy with anyone. Are you listening? They're a bit random. So. <laughs> a bit? Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway. 
anyway, this, on. this is not first world problems because being cheated on is horrible, but it, it is middle class responses. It's like if any one of the three of us were cheated on, we wouldn't go and get like a summer home in Tuscany or something. It is very <laughs> much middle class response. I don't, I don't think we could do that. I don't even think that's even middle class. I mean, that's quite very much well off person, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's yeah. meant to be like a, a novelist, isn't he, or something? So. Well, yeah, we know. He's also done so well that he can afford his retreat in Tuscany. Mm. There's no way Hugh Grant would be interested in her, except in a sort of Sunset Boulevard kind of way. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they sell it well. Okay. Mm. They're literally like from the opposite ends of of the spectrum. Not the literally. Spectrum. The social class is what I meant to see. You're literally correct. Quite literally. Oh, uh, it's very—it's very rare for a prime minister to be actually be single as well when he. Mm, no, this is it. Very rare. In fact, I, I dare say it's ever happened. I don't know. Uh, Ted Heath. Ah. Ted Heath. Ted Heath was single. Yeah, the house in Salisbury, don't you know? Yeah. I do believe it's open from March to October. Come and visit. What, was he homeless in the winter? No, he just lived elsewhere. And <laughs> <laughs> number 10. Yeah, he lived at number 10 generally when he was in power. <clears throat> I don't think there was anyone else. There will have been others, but I can't remember them. But yeah, Ted Heath was single. You Grant, what are you doing now? <laughs> just, well, you know, just casually charming... Just, uh, yeah, I'll just offer to murder Not someone. Or <laughs> funded by the government, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James Bond now, is he? Oh. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, yeah, Neeson's probably like the best performance in this film. Mm, definitely. Um, he sells me that like he's been absolutely fucking ripped apart by this. But it's handling it in the best possible way because he's he's doing it by being positive and. Well, he has to. He's got a young boy there, so he mm. has to. It's quite well done. The only thing about that story that doesn't ring true to me is he he learns drums from scratch to like amazing in about four weeks. <laughs> But apart from that, it's pretty good. I like how he has a little thing saying Ringo rules. I think that's quite good fun. Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair... Li- show, show it his age, because Ringo was a shit drummer. To, to be fair, listening <laughs> he gets to... He a lot of flack. Listening to... That's because he was shit. Yeah. yeah. It was like that whole joke about he wasn't like even the best drummer in the Beatles. He uh, was the session drummer, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, if you listen to the drum track in this, you know, it is pretty simplistic. It's not actually that amazing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's like Ant or Deck, yeah. Ant or Deck. It's just the whole way it's shot and then Ooh, oh the camera God. and stuff. It is rather fucking cheesy, to say the least. Then was it like 10 years later or something? They went and this needed a better director. Top five in Eurovision. The very, same fi- the very same film, but directed by somebody else, would have been better. If you're watching this film on a plane, it says, we all have little brains. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, I was going on holiday and saw this on uh, the I'm flight not, movie. I'm, I'm not paying for a, flight just to see a clean version. 
What, what what's it do about the naked the uh, naked uh, beams? And at these parts about you didn't see them. He probably enjoys her knees. <laughs> enjoys her belly button. Three weeks ago, Christian. Yeah, but the, the only thing about the anti-set thing I, I would say is if it, let's just say if this was like American, and it was like some random, <gasps> like, to like uh, popular TV. Um, American presenter that we knew nothing about, would we really be that wise to it? I mean, I wonder if it works the same way. Probably That's my only thought. What the fuck is that shirt? Uh, do you mean his or. <laughs> no, what Judith what, what, what was wearing? It's just like, what, what the fuck? I don't know. Well, I kind of missed it. Yeah, this was like just out of Pirates, Kira Knightley. Uh, yes, it was. And just out of unemployment, Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> that was a few years on from this love life at this point. <clears throat> yeah. Are you? He would have been doing teachers, though. Yes, he would. That was a good series. <clears throat> I never watched it. Sorry, I'm at the tail end of a cold. I'm really sorry for coughing and blowing my nose. And... Oh God, look at these monitors. Jesus. Like I, I think boxes she, I just think, stacked I, around. I think she, mean, she means the computer screen, not, not any coy euphemism there. <laughs> No, literally the computer screens. <clears throat> Women oh. never sit like that under any circumstances. I mean, that that could. <laughs> okay. She's like, I want to she's, she's being very subtle, isn't she? Oh, yeah, I know. Very understated with her language. <laughs> I know. Quite difficult to read. Be like, come on! If like, if you're the boss and your receptionist did that, you'd be like, "This is a fucking lawsuit waiting to happen." Wouldn't you? You'd be like, Fuck. "I know." I can't get rid of her because then I'll, I'll be on first submission. And like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, blustering weather and you're wearing three layers. Well done, Colin. Actually, to be fair, is, is it meant to be cold? It's four weeks from Christmas, so yeah. Where, where, where are they in, in Tuscany? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I'm quite sure. Anyway. I, assume, I, I assume the weather would be nicer. Well, it's probably nicer than here, but it's still like November. Mm. What did she do that? I don't, I don't think she's been stuff, has she? Since. I don't know. Uh, people being in stuff or not being in stuff. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things, people in stuff. <laughs> I do enjoy it quite a lot. 
I'm going to die of starvation in a minute, so I'll be back in two minutes, folks. Okay. Got to eat something. He means muff. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm, I I agree with you. I think this is my favourite story, generally, Becca. Um, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice story. No, it, I would probably agree with like the only thing I do think it's a nice, it's a really nice kind of like family based story. It, I think this one because they're kind of you know you've got the language barrier. Um, it's, it's the only one that actually has a nice idea. I don't think it's got enough weight to stand as a as a film. Um, no, but it's just nice. Yeah, but it's a nice concept. Uh, yeah, and funny enough, it wasn't like one I, I took to at the time. I thought, okay, this is the standard smolchy. Yeah, it's a bit, but, it's um, a bit too schmaltzy. But the idea is really sort of stuck with me. I kind of like it. A surprise cameo. Oh no, surprise cameo. This was quite good because obviously this is obviously you've got kind of like Bush, Blair, all the rest of it, and this is basically he goes like a big you to the American president, and so we're all kind of just feeling like, yeah, you know, why doesn't Tony Blair do this? He never really, he never really was. He never was Bush light though. Well, no, no, it was just kind of. It was just like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the president. Bush, Billy Bob. I'm, I'm the president. I'm just going to be you know. Generic US president, but you kind of you can read all kinds of things into it. Though I do think it's probably unwise to say "fuck you" to the president. Well, yeah, also like, did, okay, well, I think well, he well, didn't really do that, but it's just kind of basically saying, "Okay, we shall, you know, stand away from the special relationship sort of thing." But it's basically kind of played on public sentiment at the time. Um, if you were very much anti-Bush. Yeah, I, I I think that's largely down. I mean, I I if I was to sort of take a step back and take a broader look, I think it's yeah, and no, I think you need to. I think a little bit is, and maybe even still today to to a certain degree. Actually, no, maybe not now, but I I don't know. I think the climate's changed. Yeah, I think I think at now at the time there's a there's a sense that at this time there was a a sense of just tied us like well, can we not just rely on America for everything you know it's a little bit of like mm-hmm. can we just be proudful rather than being like what what we've achieved rather than yeah well yeah just like kind of you know it's we don't really want to be like the the kind of like the guy standing behind America or we're going like no, yeah we want to be poodle <laughs> yeah kind of kind of kind of aspect which you know it's just I don't understand it it's just kind of like so now we've we've got some balls too yeah definitely You know, it's kind of like played on what was kind of perceived to be public perception at the time. Or, it was just like a big overgeneralisation, really. But I would argue that the um, that the landscape has oh, changed considerably. Yeah, well, it always does. Full show. Yeah, that's a bit weird. That would probably never happen. So anyway, what did you reckon to The Last Jedi? Well, we shall save that for the podcast. We'll find out later. Yeah. Won't we, folks? Very exciting. Yeah. No, I, I suppose he's kind of got like Bush's hair, but kind of like uh, Bill Clinton's personality. So. It's well, like... this is it. But the birds one staying. Oh, it's changed his tie. It's gone from well, yep. yellow to purple. We want the purple tie. Duh. 
Yeah, but it was a like they do build up as a sense that the fact that um, the president wasn't doing it was just basically not being compatible with UK at all. So they kind of build it and they kind of say, no, fuck you, we're going to do it that way. Uh, screw you, we're going to do it this way. Oh, we're at Hugh Grant being petulant. All right. Yeah, going to have a go. This is meant to sound like, you know, Britain and all the rest of it. But yeah. all, that's, all that's happened is the girly fancy kissed somebody else. <laughs> yeah, if only the nation knew, it was only because... <laughs> and for the record, he, he, he tried it on with the girl he liked. For the record, David Beckham's left foot was shit. For the record, David Beckham was overrated. I would be inclined to agree. That too. And may I say, probably a bit in- um, entitled as well. A little bit. It was all like wanting a knighthood kind of leak. Mm. Yeah, I remember that was that when he, when he broke his Batman. yeah he broke his foot or something or broke his toe. And there was a campaign I think in the mirror or one of the red tops and it's like, how's he doing? You know, day eleven update. Oh, like, oh bloody hell, give it a rest, really. Yeah, we wonder why we're shit. Oh, at that football. was the, that was the two thousand and two World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah, that was it. And we wonder why we shit at football and, and big ourselves up for disappointment every time. Mm. I'm just sick of it. It's like, we should like stop. We should well, basically... We have just lost the ashes, unfortunately, in cricket. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, but there's Yeah, not... but comparatively, our record's quite good there in the last sort of 10 years or so. I was say, it's just another kind of sport to be... But we don't, okay, have, we don't have the same social pressure. We don't have the... Like, oh, my God, football! You know, it's like... <sighs> and it just... I just, no, I just, I just, I've 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 gotten to the point now where like I think when was when was it when we when we played Iceland and we lost mm-hmm. I know you know I I just remember like I told the results to my mum and dad because I was I was with them at the time when when I found out and we both kind of like you joking like kind of like almost laughing at it thinking like fucking what a waste. And that and that and that, oh, no. and that that's kind of what we should we should be like. <clears throat> no, you shit. Be better. Um, none of this patriotic bullshit. This You're is, too crap. I don't like this scene. This is so cheesy. Oh, what, the the uh... dancing scheme. Yeah, I'm like, oh my bloody hell, really? I might have to look away. <laughs> All I would say is the sound system in Number Ten is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere it goes, it sounds brilliant. It does sound pretty good. It's got integrated speakers in the system in the in the, throughout the place what came first this or david brent david brent brent no it's like his dancing scene that became like a mass media social frenzy obviously brent came first richard curtis is big on like comedy dancing though oh yeah i think it's the funniest thing in the world (laughs) did anyone see that um well, the kind of sequel to Love Actually that they did for Comic Relief this no, year. No, I avoid, avoided like the play because even though it was written by the same team, it was kind of non-canon anyway. It was never going to be a film. It was going to be like I a saw it, but I didn't really remember it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't watch them. I kind of read what what happened. And fucking hell, it was just 
bobbins. It sounded painful from bobbins. what I read. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know what, it sounded absolutely fucking pointless. A lot of it was just like, you know, Liam needs to meet up with, with the kid. It's like, oh, well, we, you know, he, he's got engaged to that girl. Oh, well, lovely. And it's just like, it's just a bunch of stuff like, well, what what's fucking changed? The only thing that changed was the most morbid thing ever where, like, you got Bill Nye basically sort of saying, yeah, my, my manager died. Great. I'm lonely now. I think, well... Yeah. And, and Hugh Grant was the longest reigning Prime Minister in British history, wasn't he? <laughs> Something like that. I won't be surprised. But, you know, it's just like, oh, what's the fucking point? Go on, in you go. In you go, Colin. <laughs> What's your favourite uh, Colin Firth mode? Is it this, Becca? Um. It'll be really right. I tell you what, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, guess that Becca's never really thought about it, so she's racing round her head now for like historical <laughs> precedent, which means that uninterrupted by me, she would have said Pride and Prejudice. Well, actually, there's a film called Trauma in which he is incredibly smouldering throughout. Oh, I keep meaning to see Trauma, I've not seen it. But there is a scene in it where, which has a great big spider in it, which I'm not too keen on. I, I'm not it's, very, it's very creepy. I'm not seeing yeah. Trauma. But I recommend, I recommend, that's a good one of the films. Well, the one thing I do like about Colin Firth is because before, well, obviously he's known since Pride and Prejudice for you know being a romantic hero. But also, he's got this other other um, stream of films where he's kind of more like psychological, or is a bit, little bit darker tone to him. And that's what I like very much. He's very versatile. He can play, he was you know, Darcy, Darcy, Darcy. Voice of Paddington. He was indeed until he thought, no, this is not for me. So he did the whole conscious uncoupling thing, mm. um, and then paved the way for Ben Whishaw to come. Oh, in. he'd have been all wrong for it. Ben Whishaw's perfect. Mm, I, I think Ben Whishaw is the best choice, just because he, not that Colin sounds old, but because he sounds. More, youth, more youthful, um, but it's very much much of a muchness, really. Um, but I just think Ben Marshall was probably the better choice. I, I, I do wonder what Colin Firth would have sounded like. Where we would have done a different type of voice, wouldn't just been mm. Colin Firth. I do wonder, but yeah, but Ben Marshall just seems to be absolutely just right place, right time. Honestly, Paddington Two is one of the best films I've seen this year. No, I need to see it. I really do want to see it. I walked out. We were talking about politeness in the last episode. I walked out wanting to be lovely to everyone. <laughs> it was just like a really like the first oh, time. Like, the loveliest. <laughs> it, it lasted until I got to my car. <laughs> and then you're like, I hate you, Reddit. And then I come, come, you know. Then I encountered other drivers and fuck that. <laughs> um, no, truthfully, you walk out wanting to be a nicer person because he's yeah. lovely to everyone and it's great. He is. It, it, it even makes London not look like a shithole. Well, it's, I was it's, quite, like the first film. I was like, London looks beautiful. What's going yeah, London, on? You know, everything looks clean. London doesn't look like that. No, it doesn't. I mean, the, the one thing I would say about it is that it's very, it's a very idealised world of London, isn't it? Well, it's it is. Very, no, obviously, very, like, very highly idealised, like very mass-sized. Lived... You think you should have got some booze and hookers in then? <laughs> well, it's like everyone's just like sort of living this like sort of one street, which which. which only millionaires can live in, and just people. I know just that's the thing yeah, as well. Like make London look affordable. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and, 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 and the bit where he goes to to jail, and everyone's just like, you know, he makes everyone marmalade sandwiches, and makes all the prisoners sort of like. Oh, I mean, actually, I really like London to visit, but I, you, you couldn't pay me to live there permanently. 
it's just too much. My, my brain would be. I think it's difficult. I think it's going to take. So my auntie's lived there. In I, I think it would be. I think it would be now. bad with me. My mindset would not cope with it too well. No. It's quite expensive as well. I need. I need places to like mentally let go a bit, and London wouldn't be it. They're all what watching the same TV? shit on TV as well. None of them have got like a DVD player or Sky. No, they have the great big. They're all watching whatever bollocks is on. This was the age before Netflix and DVDs were still popular. And... Yeah. And all that jazz. <laughs> the sort of millennium fashions. They can't come in here and out. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, this is before everyone like sort of liked and you know, before everyone was like slagging off for being a crap actress. Mm. She's not brilliant, but she ain't that terrible either. To be fair, it's been a bit overstated. It was like a bandwagon; everyone jumped on when they decided she was crap. She's all right. And then she was in Star Wars. It's just all of these, all of these, um, all of the people in this storyline have got to be really awkward around each other, which means, and not entirely likeable, which means, who are we rooting for here? Well, it, it doesn't reveal itself to like, till now. And then we have like, what then, we have mm. one more scene, which kind of doesn't really conclude anything. And then that's it. Come on. I bet that had something really cheesy in the uh, re- the uh, sequel bit. Oh, yeah, I, I can't remember if I, if I saw anything like that. Oh yeah, no, it would have been like, oh, it, you know, it's fine. He's got a girlfriend now. That's basically yeah. that's basically would have been like. Yeah. I would have much preferred if it just went off. Or fucking dark and all of them are like everyone everything just ended <clears throat> terribly. I, I've never quite got the wedding video. I don't no, that's a bit weird. Point at all. He's cringeworthy. He seems to edit it quite well already. Now this this is called a CRT, and that big box above it is called a VCR. I went to a wedding when I was about eight, something like that, and the groom. Not only did he have a bald spot, which I now have as well, which none of us could take our eyes off. But he, he he was shaking. His knees were knocking together. No. And then he got to the word impediment. Oh. And I just remember at eight years old looking at it and going, where's the fucking pleasure in that? <laughs> <laughs> Consequently, when the, you know, the one time I did get married, I'm married in front of like four people. <laughs> Fuck that. Actually, the bizarre thing is, though, I'll probably do it the other way round in that like most people have big first weddings. And if they ever remarry, they do it in something like they, they do it a lot more low key. But I always think it's a sign of like how that marriage wasn't meant to be that I like didn't want anyone there and stuff. And I'm sure if I got married again, I'll be like, let's at least have some fucking people there and, and try to look like we're quite happy about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, the whole wedding and spectator sport thing, I don't get. I don't invite people to the consummation. Why would I invite people to that? 
I just I just don't like it generally because I just think fucking cost of money, just to buy, buy of like any. I think there's a certain limit of like, well, who who do you invite? Like, who, like, like, you know, it gets to a point where like, what what's the what's the cut off? I mean, do you, do you buy everyone you ever <laughs> fucking encountered? You're just feeding people you vaguely met. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have some chicken. For the, sake, you again? For, the, for the sake of going, look at me, I'm getting married. Basically, basically, you invite people you barely know to watch you dance self-consciously and kiss someone awkwardly that you've actually been fucking for years. Because <laughs> whenever you see weddings on film, right, <clears throat> there's always like, you may kiss the bride, right? And it's always this like romantic fucking, you know, tonguing moment. Uh, in reality, whenever you go to a wedding and it's you may kiss the bride, you get. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a great big shove your tongue down your throat. I'm not saying I'd want that, you know. Well, I'd shag her. I mean, I don't mean that. Bend her over the altar. Guess it's not. Bend over the font. And do you take this woman? I certainly no. do. <laughs> You fucking do. I'll show you. <laughs> I'm going to show you. Have you got the ring? <laughs> well, oh, once you relax this a bit, maybe. <laughs> I do remember oh, it was Dido so playing. Awkward, isn't he? He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I fucked up. Someone you've barely spoken to is a child anyway. Fucking pull yourself together. It was Dido up to you now. What became of her? She's kind of gone up and down, up and down in popularity. Has she, Phil? <laughs> Control <laughs> yourself, Dido. <laughs> I just, I never... She's 18. Cameron <coughs> Knightley was 18 when they filmed this. Who gives a shit? Go and find a grown-up. I, I think they were trying to pass her off as, like, early 20s. Even so, he's a 30-odd. Yeah. Well, I think they'll probably pass off as like late twenties. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to be judgmental, but he's a fucking paedophile. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, eighteen's like legal age. It's just yeah. inappropriate. That's all. Yeah, but when when you're checking the statutes of law before you, yeah, do, you're probably right up against the bar. You might think actually, nah. Yeah. The chubby girl. Isn't that like Would we call her chubby? Well, I just fucking did. A bit harsh. She's not actually chubby, though. That's the thing. No, but then she gets like a piece of her father as well. She's, she's Hollywood. She's Hollywood chubby. And I wonder why people all get anorexic. Anna. Yeah, is... <clears throat> One of these comments you probably wouldn't get away with today. Yeah, I don't know. But I think it was a leftover from my EastEnders anyway, wasn't it? She's already kind of bit up and down with her weight. Some people just fluctuate, yeah. and she she tends to put it on her face as well. It's very sort of um, very similar to sort of Carrie Fisher that way. But you know, so what? I, I've never really got that anyway. Abusing people for that sort of thing. No. I mean, should, I mean, it should always it, sh- it should always be about health in my well, well, in my opinion. I mean, that I think that that's that's the problem. <laughs> no, I'm not shagging you. You look unhealthy. That sort of thing yeah, but yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's in terms of like, as long as you are healthy, it's, it's in terms of the image of like of of body conscious, it should be about well, if you're healthy, it's not about like what size no. you are. It's about no, no. 
It's the health issue. Listen, boys look like 11 and he's having a midlife crisis. He's a bit of a bad influence, though, isn't he? Making the kid watch Titanic. Yeah, that's pretty bad. At the time, it, this is the world before did. Avatar. It was the highest grossing film forever. It did feel a little bit... Okay, this feels a little bit creepy. I know this bit here. I mean, they didn't head down into the parking bay and get it on in an anti-car. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Oh, he's so cute. It's like, yeah. It's just like, really? You, you know, you, you, you kid like Satanic? I doubt it. Yeah. But then, you know, what are they going to watch? What would you have them watch? Bond. Star Wars. Yeah, it's Bond. That was a fucking stupid question, wasn't it? With a really obvious answer. Yeah. You know, it's, Although, it's a, around here, what would have been fresh out on DVD? Uh, you you want to watch, I don't know, I can't... Um, Die Another Day. Matrix. Die Another Day. Matrix, <laughs> yeah. Matrix yeah, 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 it would have been Matrix. That would that, be like the... Not at the time of filming. At the time of filming, it would have been fresh out on DVD. Die another day. They could have watched. They could have. They could have bonded to some terrible scene. No, <laughs> the name's Bond. James Bond. <laughs> a lot of Richard. And there you want my help. <laughs> a lot of Richard Curtis characters are essentially quite lonely. They are. But how about the over- it's all about how they overcome that loneliness. So in a way you're basically saying Richard Kerr is gonna be like write one film. Uh I think his films have been relatively similar, generally, yeah. <clears throat> in tone and in jokes and stuff. What's your favourite Richard Curtis film then? Uh Notting Hill's probably the best one he wrote. Yeah, because I, I think Four Weddings is not dating that well. No, it's a bit. It's got one of the most like memorable openings though. Yeah, I, I first saw that on a on a boat. Like you were talking about, like the airline cut. I saw the airline cut, if you like, albeit a boat. On a boat. So instead of them I'm saying fuck it, <laughs> instead of them saying fuck it constantly, they were saying bugger. Oh, <laughs> okay. It was still funny. I didn't know any different. No, no, fair enough. I, I remember my mum watching that for the first time. She was like, oh, "This is really unnecessary." <laughs> unnecessary. I don't know how they. I don't know how they coped with the "She's had thirty-three lovers" bit. I, I can't remember if that was like you know she played thirty-three games of Snap or something. I think you're in there, Colin, mate. What makes you think that, Chris? She kissed him on the lips. Can you read the ladies? <laughs> I can't read the fucking ladies, but there you go. Well, she kissed him on the lips and gave him a longing look. I think that's kind of. Basically, I, I I finish having reasonably like enthusiastic sex and then wonder if they like me. <laughs> I, well, put it this I way, can't... Dave. I can read mo- uh, ladies in movies. In real life, I'm kind of crap. Yeah, I've got no shot. I cannot get my head around like anywhere, any of it at all. This is very, very much based on the Robert Palmer Addicted yeah. to Love video. What is it with women in this film having their legs spread? Uh, and boob shot as well. Fucking hell. Yes, and the boys enjoying that look. 
Yeah, but then if you watch the Robert Palmer video, it's pretty much similar. Um, yeah, my dad was very fond of that video. All right. <laughs> Is he famous? My dad. What famous for watching a Robert Palmer video? Yes. Here's the path to millions. Ringo Starr married a Bond girl. He did indeed. He did really indeed. Crap. <laughs> so immediately, I must have just attracted to you to the billionaire Ringo Starr. He's, he's, he's still married, aren't they? Yeah. They've been married, they've been married about 37 years or something. Yes, uh, 36 going. years. I'm sure they married in 81. After all these Hollywood romances break up and fall down and the rest of it, they're still going. So. It was in the 80s. They were in rehab together. I think they both had drink problems. Oh, no, no. It's kind of... Um, it's, 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 it's not a very good idea. Yeah, I'm going to press it by drumming. It's, you know, it's not very airtight, is it, really? He gets like, all of his stress. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> what is it with these fucking like made up tit shots there? Look, like, that's weird. I don't know. Just a bit strange. It's probably Richard Curtis wants to be edgy. Oh Just no! Some... <laughs> you know. Let's put that up there. It will be really hardcore. <laughs> hardcore porn. Yeah. Could it be any more on the nose? Look, she's dressed up as the devil. Yeah, literally, it is very much on the nose. To be fair about this, I think the casting of uh, Alan Rickman and Thompson—they do actually make a believable look, couple. No, no, you you could totally believe. You know, the year they're oh, your next neighbours who've been married like twenty-five, thirty years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She spots it. That's this is. There's very little about this film that rings true in terms of making you feel something um this is one of those that does you you feel her pain all the way through mm. with Emma thompson it's very sad i know she can see it yep women are stupid oh <gasps> He said women aren't stupid, Becca, the huge jazz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a you. Of course they aren't. That was the joke. Women are way fucking smarter than men. I am full of cold as well, so. I'm not just saying that, they really are. They're just different, they're completely different ways of thinking, but they're observant and stuff. Basically, I need a woman to just hang around with me all the time to just to, just to tell me what's going on. Anything that happens, you go, oh, actually, that that's that there, and this is what's happening. Because men are fucking oblivious. Yeah, well, men, men are pretty simple thing. We we kind of like would probably prefer direct like advice. Like like so, like the the problem the problem with women is they they expect us to know these like. These things in the ins and outs, but if they if like they flat out just told us, but oh well, we know exactly where we are, but we just bump along like idiots, not knowing. Yeah, that's because we, we should it's know. Like, you know, we, we get I don't even mean to stereotype. We just are. Like, my gender's a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> it really is. I mean, we're funny and stuff. I do think men are funnier, but like apart from that, we've got nothing going for us at all. Yeah. 
I think brains are just wired differently. Oh, look at that for dancing look. That's really awkward movie dancing. There's a man who's like no music playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, slow dance. That, that was that was the premature ejaculation of dances. Oh. The Diet Coke of dancing. Pictured. It, it, it's almost as if they set it up that way, isn't it? It's almost as if. She's a wonderful actress, Laura Linney, anyway. No, she's very versatile. What, in the bedroom? We'll get to see in a bit. Her acting style. <laughs> Let Chris go and have a hard think about that. We'll speak to him in a moment. No, she's good. Really good. I mean, to fair, he isn't uh, that good an actor. No, he's a model. <laughs> I mean, I mean... I mean, let, let's face. She, she's like completely believable. Like, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm dancing with this guy I've, I've been adoring, and he's meant to be playing it the same way, but he just but feels he's like completely he, blank. He, 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 I like, don't even believe he's driving that car. Look. <laughs> Put your hands on the wheel, okay? Like That's watching it. it. What? Okay, watch this without any audio. Like in he's, in isolation. He's basically a prop. I, I was going to say, like, I, I would probably start guessing there's something wrong with him, like, in terms of he, he could be a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, he's there, like, play, meant, he's, like, playing with her hair, like, unnaturally. I thought you meant like, IQ, like, she's pulled a bit of a sort of dummy. No, 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 no. It's like, it's, it, he just, there's something, like, a little bit off of him. Like, no. <laughs> no. The bit where she goes around the corner from him and dances a bit was in all the trailers. Yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's quite a thing. That's where it was, wasn't it? The bit where she got her tits out wasn't. <laughs> though that would have really sold the film, though, if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> grossing film of all time. <laughs> all those men who saw the trailer and they're like, oh, it looks an interesting story. Hang on, has anyone actually ever done that kind of thing anyway? Where it's like, sorry, can you just excuse me one minute and then just like sort well, of dance jump? Like yeah, but that's Richard Curtis's comedy. That's what he does. People over dancing. He likes that. Never no, did it Black th- th- Adam. Th- this, I believe. As a writer since then. This, I believe, people have done. What, the tidying up? Yeah, like, shit. I think it's unfairly tidy anyway. Never needed to do that. It's like, I, it never rings true when I see people who live like pigs in shit. And then have to have like a little tidy up because I don't live like that. Right, come on, handsome man. Show us your pectorals. I'm guessing at the dialogue here somewhat. Well, that's another aspect we'll have to discuss about Last Jedi. What, pectorals? Yeah, we also had them drivers. Did we? Oh, yes, we did. Yes. Right, we're getting to the adult art portion of the movie. There's some adult themes, if you're ready. Apparently, Richard Curtis like kept like um, trying to ca- like cast um, when he was casting a role for this. He kept wanting, wanting to sort of be like Laura Linney, and then eventually he just went, "Why don't you just cast Laura Linney?" He went, "All right." Why? Yeah, why would you go like Laura Linney? She's not Julia Roberts in I, like, I, I, fame. My theory is obviously he was like a, a, a fan of hers but wanted yeah. like someone younger and he thought, fuck it, I'll just get her. 
why would you you don't have to go younger it would have made more sense to go a little bit older with the other guy well yeah no she's lonely she's she's hurtling towards middle age and, and might be about to miss the boat that's the whole point it makes more sense to be a 40 year old not a 30 year old he does look simple that sounds like jealousy because he's good looking and shit. It's not that. He just looks like there's nothing going on behind the eyes at all. But the thing is, it's not even that for, for me. I mean, like, you know, he just he's just bland. He's just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got his abs. He's so. like a generic good looking guy. But he just, he, he, you know, it's, it's like it's like Henry Cavill and in, yeah. uh, as Clark Kent. It's like, fucking come on. <laughs> you know, It's just you do not believe, you do not look believable in in that setting. It's like no, no. No, well, it wouldn't happen. You can put your glasses on and try and look like you're part of the office team, but come on, you're literally like you know swim uh, you know, part time swimwear model. And fucking hell, look at that body. Fucking hell. No. Oh, it's look tough. at that! Look at that face. He'll look like a like fifteen year old kid going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's what? Yeah, he does. He looks really, really. I don't know. Young's the right word. It's kind of more naive than anything mm. else. Still, he's in there. I can't see anything going wrong. It sort of rings true as a story. A lot of people do put their own life secondary to other stuff. Yeah, it, look, it it would it would have been fine and worked perfectly well had they cast a better actor for the romantics, like Colin Firth. Oh well, yeah, well anyone. Probably not him well, I, I I would say an actor. Yeah, some uh, interesting. Just yeah, someone who looks reasonably good looking, you know, and like he's probably like. He's thirty-five or something. Yeah, yeah. It's literally for the sake of the scene. I can't, I can't think scene. it would be at this time, but yeah. it does slightly ruin this story because she sells it. She's really, really good in it, but it is like it's not that she she hasn't lost out on a relationship there. She's lost out on a fucking wet dream. It's not the mm. same thing. It's it's a, it's a miscast. It really is. This is the, this is probably the bit of the film that rings most true. Yeah. We haven't picked up on the Wisconsin storyline for a bit, have we? No. No, we see that right at the very end, and he gets up in this bar, and I think they go to, they try to make him pronounce funny words or something like that. I seem to remember. Yeah. We'll get there though. Bottle. Yeah. But I, th- I think one of the things that that I really like about the scene is like he's still kind of charming. There's still that kind of. Thing towards her, it's like I happen to think Pavarotti dresses really well. I mean, look at this look. I mean, that's just ludicrous. Everything about that, the flat she's in, the way she's dressing, the underwear, everything. It just wouldn't happen. I mean, we've got we've not got to our own accent bit yet, have we? God, this film is long, isn't it? Yeah, it's very long. Because in flow, it feels quite near the end, but it isn't. No.
This is a bit sad. Yeah. The sad thing about scenarios like this is she's just given up whatever life she thinks she might be able to have. Yeah, this is she going to go after. For the basis of somebody who's never going to be any better. Yeah. If that guy lives another 20, 30 years, it's still going to be like this every night. Mm-hmm. That's the tragic thing about it, isn't it? No, it's not. Definitely. Some people did have their lives. Mm. Well, now we're we'll getting to the uh, Christmas shopping bit. Mm. Mm, yeah. Which I thought I saw was some very weird outfits in this film. I, th- I honestly thought that whole Rowan Atkinson bit was pretty painful at the time. Bear in mind, right? I at the point where we're watching this now, on first viewing, I probably had like an hour of this left, plus like nearly three hours of Sea Biscuit. You got to feel for me. <laughs> I've not seen Sea Biscuit, so but I, but I do fuck. already feel for you. It really is a shit film. I think this is probably a perfect case to prove how stupid men can be. Yeah. But buy me something nice. Oh, okay then. Rather than saying, no, fuck off. Behave yourself or you find yourself with a P45 in you. Yeah, I, d- I don't think you'd go with... Um, I mean, if if he's j- if we buy into the fact that he does want to sleep with her, I don't think he'd go with, no, fuck off. The things that I never really saw... The he fact- might go with, behave yourself a bit playfully. I... I think so. I'd never really bought the the idea that he he did. You don't buy the attraction between them at all. It, it, he, it, he's not bothered other than the script tells him to. She's got some weird daddy issues going, and I don't know, it's a bit shit. It it just feels like he's just been he's he's he just feels awful awkward and just kind of I don't know. I just want to just do it just to kind of. A plea, a piece, both of them, and then hopefully it will work out. I, I don't know what to do. It, that that's how it, it all feels, rather than like a, a sensual desire to sleep with a younger woman. It just not. It just doesn't. It doesn't play that play that to me. But it just doesn't play at all. Yeah. Their marriage, their marriage really does play. Yeah. The rest of it doesn't. Apparently, uh, Rowan Atkinson, the idea of Rowan Atkinson is meant to be like kind of like an angel. Yeah, the film doesn't yeah. sell that at all. Well, uh, uh, apparently in the airport, he's meant, like, he's meant to like walk away and then vanish. <sighs> Fucking hell, what a shit idea that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original idea. 
But the problem is, though, he only, like, interacts, like, what, um, with two of the characters, one being, like, vaguely annoying. So he's... So this whole point is, like, meant to sort of put him off by taking too long, I guess. Okay. And then the other one was to kind of be the decoy for the kid. That was it. I was thinking, okay, well... All right. Good. I never found this funny. I was, I don't know, maybe it's because the film's quite long, but like, I, I, I felt Alan Rickman's frustration. Instead of finding yeah, it's funny, like, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, get on with it. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. Get on with it. You know, at this point in the commentary, I do feel a little bit out of my depth. Do you know? I feel like I'm really deep into this film. We can't give up. No. <laughs> you've, com- you've committed now, Dave. I've committed now. Oh, shit. <laughs> And now I'm going to get a blowtorch and make... I wonder what you were going to suggest there. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> uh, I, I find it funny, Dave, sorry. What? The whole relax a bit. And now... Final flourish. Final flourish. Fucking hardly. No, it's quite funny. Oh wow! <laughs> I love how Becca laughs. I, I, I hope that's how you genuinely laughing. I don't think I don't think she actually genuinely ever laughs at anything. I think she's just got affectations. I, I think <gasps> this is funny. A tee hee hee hee. I have laughed. Like like when people say it, I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 mm. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot to cut that. It was really frustrating when I played Back Back to the Future Three, and she went she had, she went on this long bit about what she thought of the film, really really like eloquently expressed, and then went so uh, it's my least favorite. Yeah, and then you went it's my least favorite. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I left you in the ooh. I forgot to cut. That. <laughs> so you just done I, it again. You just cut cut from like his mate and then cut to him again being in. I know. It's uh, just like it, it's not a filmmaker though. It's a film. It's a writer. Needed a different director. Definitely like what? Like what exactly were they doing? Like what, what, she, she's way too high up to be doing anything. I know that's the point. <laughs> and her legs are like flexing, like she's grinding into his face or something. Yeah. Like somewhere around his neck. He's a bendy friend. They got oh, kids as well. I take this bit of the film way too seriously. I just went, they got kids as well. Like, it's real. <laughs> like, the tragedy of broken homes. See, now, I'd need more of a signal than this. He's learning a whole different language based on nothing. Yeah, You'll get out there and she's like, oh, what made you think I was interested? Yeah, but that that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's the taking that chance. Okay. 
But yeah, I mean, considering the fact that you know he's he's just breaking up from his girlfriend slash wife or whatever. The first thing I thought when she opened that present and it was a Joni Mitchell CD was, wouldn't she own all Joni Mitchell stuff given she was going on about how great Joni Mitchell was early on? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing that kind of, well, I suppose you're right, Dave, but the, the thing, also the thing, I, I did generally think, that's actually a really good gift. Like, considering, you know, he's, he's attentive. He, he actually listens to what you, what you say. <laughs> I thought, you know, I mean, apart from the whole sneaking you around buying expensive what gifts from the you got to be selective what you listen to, though. It's no good overhearing them going, Fairy what? really gets the stains off this. <laughs> you buy him some fairy liquid or something. <laughs> now, this... That, this is, that this is not what I'm sorry. This is, this is what happens. And that does not look like a bar. That looks like somewhere so, in England. It, it looks like a youth club, slightly redressed. <laughs> I mean, they got gambling machines. Oh, like this. accent. God. Actually, yeah. Chris, I've British? never noticed that before. Gambling would not be legal there. Ugh, okay. Where's January Jones? It's January Jones, before she was famous. This was just after she was in American Pie 3, whatever that one was called, American Wedding. Oh god, I forgot she was in that. She was. And before Magnum. Yeah. I miss before her. Before X-Men. I, I thought you said Magnum. I was like, you can't yeah. see her with a tash. I didn't hear that was. Yeah, it's uh, Alicia Cuspert, uh, January Jones, and Ivana oh. Milovic. That's the one. What's she known for, the other one? She, well, in uh, the top three in IMDb, Just Like Kevin, Running Scared, and Paycheck. Oh, I've seen Paycheck of that, and that's Yeah, I might have seen that. Is that the... No, no. R- R- paycheck was Ben, a- ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. <laughs> Running Scared's pretty pretty good. Um, mm. is she, yeah, she's in, she, was, she was in Banshee recently. Uh, okay. I didn't see that, unfortunately. Well, you can still watch it if you want. Still, still. It's been and gone now, I think. I missed that bit. I mean, I'm not sure about the foursome, to be fair. But the bit where, like, every time you open your mouth, everyone finds it hysterical is fairly accurate. <laughs> also, she was also in Casino Royale. No, really? Yes, oh, she was she the girlfriend? Yes, she's she the chief's, was. Uh... Yeah. All right. But, but no, you went with Paycheck as the biggest. Yeah, I was on the top of IMDb. I wasn't there. <laughs> and an episode of Friends, I can't remember which one. It was the one where um, Ross, Ross and um, Chandler were pranking each other on the website about a college reunion. And she turns up thinking Ross is dead. And he comes out and announces he's still alive. And she's rather freaked out by that. That's it. All oh, right. Because I recognised her then and looked it up and thought, oh, paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. She had blonde hair in that film. Looked a bit odd in that film, to be honest. But that's that's more natural how she is there. Oh, brilliant. 
goes on too long with this scene. Like we get it, they fancy him because he's British. He can. He's got a British Cause, accent because he's British, and that's how it works. Guys, I completely forgot League of Gentlemen was on this evening as well. Although I feel like all, all my charm's been undercut there because he's basically wandered into a bar and been extraordinarily unfunny and uninteresting. And it's, still that is how as, they do their Christmas decorations. And still done as well as me when I went into a bar and was like, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Well, I dare say, before he's done um, even better than you because he's having sex with three different women. I, I didn't do that. <laughs> because I'm a man of moral courage. Uh, and that. <clears throat> Fuck, it's a Joni Mitchell suit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the real twist was like, it could have been, because like, it could have got to Christmas, and he actually did buy the necklace for, for her, just like, she just picked out the wrong thing. It would have actually made more sense had he, um, this sort of film, he would have had a big wrestle with his conscience and ended up giving it to her instead. Mm. Not blowing his marriage out without being blown. Mm. Becca's giggling. Becca's giggling. (laughs) Is that because I just did a little bit of a blowjob joke? Um, I kind of like to. It is is basically the 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 whole plot. It's like he blown his marriage. Not paying attention. Well, not getting And <laughs> no one blew him. <laughs> uh, it's just a not very good director, because not only does he cut from one person in one scene to in the next scene, completely the same person, but he quickly shows us a load of pictures to remind us they're married. <laughs> We're three quarters of the way through the film. We've met their kids. It's, I think we know they're married. It's just to emphasize the fact that this is sad this is sad this it's selfishness she's great in this she's wonderful I mean this is the thing that I go for a middle class in my praise sometimes I'm the same when I talk about Paddington wonderful this this bit's what what gets um, Commented on, but it's it's the scene later on and towards the end of the film that that I think is like that really stands out for me. They're awkward around each other. Hmm? Is that what you're on about? What when they're awkward around each other? Uh, It's I think it's Emma. It's when she confronts him, and then as soon as the kids show up, she's back to be mother. And that's that's the thing. Like now, that's again without giving you chapter and verse. Yeah, I've seen I've seen this, and it's really fucking accurate. And it kind of rips my guts out a bit. Big hug, Steve. Oh, don't fucking patronise me, woman. <laughs> it is a big mi- mishmash of different things. Stuff in it. You got stuff that's great, works well, and stuff that's just crap. And, oh, no. and really stuff that's been really hammy and cheesy. Just like, oh. it really is the most schizophrenic fucking film. <laughs> but for that, I kind of like it for it. It just, just. That's because you find it heartwarming, Chris. Well, you probably watch it in the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the way to kick cr- the shit out crying of the down my cows like that black mascara. <laughs> yeah, 
you haven't got black paint around your eyes. Your mascara's just run. That's all. <laughs> That's what happened to Christian Bale. He was watching when Harry met Sally on the way. That's a good stepfather, though, being willing to spark a terrorist incident for your boy. Yeah, that's a bit... Mm. <laughs> Especially after, like, citing 9-11 as well at the beginning of the film. Oh, no. <laughs> Didn't even take your shoes off. Who's going to be the Christmas number one this year, I wonder? Who gives a fuck? I wouldn't, you know, okay, I don't even know what's in there. Some X Factor bollocks or something, and then I don't know. Yeah, I think it might be. Who would know? I haven't got a clue. Actually, I, I, I no idea for the past few years what the Christmas number yeah, one is. Yeah, I say really. I think I've kind of aged out of Radio 1 now. I've kind of moved on to Radio 2. Well, Radio, yeah. Radio 1's I, I, really mat- I, I, I matured past it by the age of about eight. <laughs> I think I should listen to Radio 1, they're like, no, no, unclean, get her out. I have no tolerance for music I don't like, if that makes any sense. I'm not very good with radio, because it's never going to be wall-to-wall stuff I like. No. The the problem I have, particularly with, you know, popular radio, like Radio 1 or any of the other standard... Hang on a minute, let me cue in the listeners. Listeners, a middle-aged man is about to tell you about music. Chris! (laughs) (laughs) He's only 34, 35. He's Batman, he's 35. Chris. I was that was middle aged though. It's still kind of. It's, it's creeping on middle age, isn't it? Trust, I would say like 45. Trust me, it's going to sound middle aged. Chris! I, yeah, <laughs> actually, no, you said it, yeah, it does sound really middle aged. I just can't stand the repetitive nature of every fucking song. <laughs> Like, like you hear, you hear you hear songs like on the out, it's like, oh, just fucking enough already. I mean, I, I, and, I, and I will say this I thought, I thought that in my 20s. I was sick of hearing the same song over and over again. If you like, actually, if you listen to like Radio One like all day, it's like you're fucking this, this song again. You're thinking this is no fucking Brotherhood of Man. Well, you know, we, I just want a bit of variety. Like, I, I, I like it when gross. they play. I like it when they play various different stuff. You know, mix up a bit. Don't just keep playing like the the same song over and over again. I'd never no. got that. It really annoyed me. What has kind of annoyed me like this year is like it has been it's been the summer of Tropical House and it's like I mean it's you know a very very okay, quite boring general but like yeah, every single really song has the same bloody beat Becca, and it's happened in K-pop as well and it's just like oh fuck's sake really I can't escape it even in East Asian music. Switch the fucking radio off because I escaped all of it. I don't even know. No, what you're exactly. About. Becca, I thought I, I, I thought we were really, able to table the same really, idea. Let's see what we can go, but it's just like no. Really middle aged now, but watch Tropical House. Where's I, I imagine of... it's like an ordinary house, but quite <laughs> humid. No, so it takes it takes a lot from sort of reggae um, and dancehall kind of music. It's kind of okay, reggae. Like kind of re- okay, reggae, re- reggae, reggae, <laughs> reggae, reggae has always been shit. Reggae. I'm yeah. sorry, <gasps> anyone? Like, no, no. It, you know, unless it's Bob Marley. Bob Marley is the only exception to that rule. It's all shit. Really? Yeah, but what about I don't know, Buster? I don't know, gonad. <laughs> I've never, heard, I've never heard of Buster, but I'm sure he's crap. That's just like denying a whole heritage, though. 
their music. Heritage. Heritage. People like their music. Yeah, you know the National Trust. Get out into the countryside. <laughs> Watch some reggae. reggae. Well, actually, no, Lee Live Roots with his uh, reggae, reggae sauce uh, okay, theme reggae tune. Sauce. That, that, that's pretty catchy. Reggae, reggae sauce. <laughs> oh, fuck, we're embarrassing ourselves here. I never listened to anything. Becca's desperately trying to stay current and failing, and you're just <laughs> whinging like a middle-aged concern. Oh, no, I just, I just mean, like, I'm literally, I was literally at the point where like a lot of stuff does sound the same. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a really well, funny, just, it does there's a really funny um, episode of South oh, Park. Fucking hell! Stop the pair of you. It all sounds the same. Kids today. <laughs> I don't know that one. No, there's a really funny episode of South Park like this, and I think. There's a star and he literally listens to like pop music. He's like he's eleven or twelve or something, and it all sounds like <laughs> to him. And he's like, I think I'm getting old, and it's so yeah, funny. No, it, it goes into like sort of everything that everyone says is shit, and it's like when he starts like uh, reaching his teens. Yeah, he says, like, yeah, literally, he's going into yeah teenage years, and it all sounds like <laughs> like literally Ooh. shit coming out of everyone's mouth. Yeah, literally, yeah, it's so funny. I'm not gonna tell him. Okay. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not. Co- I, you know, I don't know kind of what season number one or whatever. So like, we've gone through. But, but I stand by what I said. Reggae so we're talk- is we, we shit. Because well, that's the whole thing. It's, like, it's, it's what you've grown up with. You, you like what you like. It's all very personal. Seriously, stop the Perry viewer, but beyond parody, you've got Chris going. It all sounds the same, right? <laughs> and your and your retort, Becca, is a fucking sitcom that was at its peak twenty years ago. That's, that's just literally when Chris. Well, as they said, it's love thy (laughs) neighbour. Fucking hell. (laughs) I hate you, Butler. (laughs) I can't be doing with all this modern raggy. Raggy. Say raggy, man. And it's horrible. You put on the radio and it's all like... (laughs) See, is this bit, is this like the most popular bit in the film? Like it's the one that gets parodied the most, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the bit where you try and cheat on your, you know, cheat with your mate's wife really quietly, heartwarming. He's not really cheating. He's, he's he's not like intent there, tending to like try and fuck her. Yeah, you don't. Well, we're assuming that's his hand holding up. Zombie <laughs> <laughs> so resting it on his erection. What? What? So he's got like three dicks. Oh, <laughs> thank Three dicks, yes. <laughs> Could happen. Wow. I hope he picks those bits of card up before he disappears. Chubatil walks out in the morning and goes, what the fuck is this? I recognise that handwriting. <laughs> if, I was, if I was turning up to charm a woman, that's the picture I'd take. It might be to stay current. It's your birthday today. What, what, see, what would happen if, like, Chewie actually just sort of blocked his head round? Hang on, hang on, sorry. Whose birthday did they? See ya. That's you staying I, I was listening to her before she was cool. Who? See ya, Perla. Right, I thought you said Seal. That no, guy who had a fucking hit with the Adamski song in 1990. I thought no, you were really saying current there. Brilliant. I was listening to her when she was a group called Zero Seven. So, back before they were cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, about, that's about how current I get. I don't get much more current than that. I don't know what's going in the fucking trailer to this show. <laughs> Stay your youth today! <laughs> Modern music is shit. It is. It's just getting worse. I think, I think, it's, I think it's scientific. Oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Wasn't that an episode <laughs> of The Simpsons? Music scientifically peaked in 1974. Hell. 1997, actually. <clears throat> <laughs> we'll just turn into Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, Modern Navy shit. Right. That wasn't half bad. No, it was all bad. I've got to thank the pair of you for like compressing your complete bullshit into one small, such small, small section of the show <laughs> that I reckon I can have the trailer cut before bed. <laughs> Oh my god! I know I should have eaten dinner. Oh my god! I went off and had corn sandwiches because I'm a man about town. Have you had um, corn turkey yet? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's I'll really bet. nice if you have it with some cranberry sauce. Mm, I bet you. Andre, it's delicious. I bet our listeners have just salivated. Well, no, like being like Bridget, it's quite difficult because like the corn bacon is foul. Shit. Really, it's, it's awful. It's awful. I thought um, it can't be that bad. Then I ate but, it. No, but it is. It is. It so it was like, like eating, it was like eating a continent, continental tire. Really rubbery, not very nice at all. Like I thought, the turkey. Oh my god, I thought it was going to be dry defense, and horrible. But actually, it's quite tasty. It, it wasn't just like eating a continental tire. It was like eating a continental tire with some ketchup. <laughs> But it's nice to have like a, a meat substitute. Well, yeah. Otherwise, you'd have a big empty bit on the plate. Yeah, you would. <laughs> and it would just be veg. Oh, oh, give us a hug. Vegetarian's easy. It's it's the alcoholism that keeps getting me. That's a difficult one. Yeah. Right, I am sober as we speak. Give me ten minutes. All right, and counting. I'm not drinking. I'm kidding. Oh, I thought you said yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Is he still bit. around, uh, Rapsy Nesbit? Uh, Rapsy Nesbit's a fictional character, Chris. Well, the guy who plays him, <laughs> Gregory. Gregor Fisher. Gregor Fisher, that's it. Yes, I believe so. Did he also do the Baldy Man? Uh, we're getting to that heartwarming bit of the film where he goes off and f- tries to fuck a chav. <laughs> <laughs> What's the face when we send us? Yeah. Yeah, tries to, tries to shag a, a commoner. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas or something, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually yours. Not yours, Natalie. Yeah, my pup. That's my satirical impression of her. Had another current. I, I generally thought. I, I generally thought I had my cushion online. What did you just say, Becca? I said uh, I had another comment to show how down with the kids I am. That sounded like a pepper pot from Monty Python. Brilliant. Yeah, we're we're really impressing the world. Yeah, down with the kids. <laughs> when we finish. When we finish this, we're going to get out there with our skateboards and uh, listen to our. <laughs> Sony I'm gonna hop on, hop on my rollerblades, don't you know? Get, get down to the roller rink. <laughs> oh, damn, I stopped. And then back for an episode of The Word. I'll just quickly turn on the tube. Okay. 
no, what was it? Not, oh, I can't remember what it called. What was the one that Ben Elton did in the 80s? Fit Out of the Thin Blue Line. Oh, no, that's the 80s. Uh, well, he did Blackadder, but you might be thinking of the young ones. No, the, um was a stand-up comedy programme. Oh, the man from Anti was actually around 1990. He did Saturday Night Live and then Friday that Night. That was it, Saturday Night Live. I'm just at the age that I caught it when it, when it became Friday Night Live. Saw it around then. Oh. No. Was that an attempt to kind of do Saturday Night Live for UK version? It was nothing like Friday. It was all stand-up, though, whereas Saturday Night Live in the States is like sketches yeah. and stuff. Yeah, sketch comedy. So... I mean, it was it was a similar concept in that get some well-known sort of slightly edgy comedians of the time. Mm. That's where a lot of like comedians obviously kind of got their got their starting point as well. Ben, I, I first saw Harry Enfield on there. Mm. Lads are money. He started off with Stavros, which was actually Paul Whiteass's invention, but yeah, he mm. started with Stavros. Really, really basic comedy though. Because he'd shorten his words, so he'd go on about like taking his wife up the arse. Okay. No, he means Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's a Richard Curtis joke. Over fucking dancing. He thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that they they don't look like convincing as dancers. No. Particularly as he was singing Good King Wenceslas uh. or something. It's got quite a good beat, hasn't it? That song. But the funny bit is, is the bodyguards start singing in. As like, as a... Yeah, better than you. Yeah, singing best opera better than me. Yeah, this is a totally confused street. Really, he hasn't got to the chavy end yet, has he? Totally confused cheese was that? Where the fuck's me fucking coat? I think you see her say in a minute. It's just horrible. <laughs> so she must have a really well-paid job for a secretary to have a whole house to herself. Hey, your neighbours are going to love London. you. Seen that entire um, families live. I don't give a shit. I move out in four days. Yeah, I mean your new neighbours. Uh, they can't hear me from here. It's twenty miles away. <laughs> oh god, he's got he's got a Gareth dingy haircut. What's Ooh. his name? Gareth Gates haircut. The kid Ooh. there. Alright, whatever. Doesn't it just look awful? I I assumed you meant Gareth from The Office. No, as in Gareth Gates, you know, from Pop Idol back in the day. I I know you're big on that sort of stuff. I was at uni around this time. Well, college. Yeah, I was going to say you're, you, well, technically you're right, because you are at uni around this time. (laughs) (laughs) Just think, won't be long till you're saving lives. Who's her mum? Because you've, you've you've spectacularly fucking failed as uh, as Batman. I just don't believe the fake news. That's what I'm saying. Just watching romantic films in the Batmobile. <laughs> Healing the world with love. Well, this isn't awkward. No, not at all. Not at all, no. (laughs) At least this ain't a love scene and the kids awkwardly between them. (laughs) 
stuck in an octopus uh, costume. Don't mind us. Also, do do schools do shit like this? Like put like random animals in the in their nativity play? Yeah, I'm really the wrong person to ask there. I've got a funny story about this. Oh. I went out. Well, not really <laughs> funny, story. funny stories. <laughs> I thought I just turned back and said that. I just said, there you go. Oh. No, I, all I could think of was Alan's funny stories. <laughs> Alan. I'm happy as, as a belt. Um, <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> I was like, I got it back, I got it back, minus the power pack. <laughs> minus the oh, power pack. That's Cam what? David. Ooh, wonder who got the power pack. News. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, Harry Hill needs to come back and do another show with Al Murray. Okay, that wasn't Please. Harry Hill though. No, I know, but I just had a thought and I was reading something else off my phone. Complete fucking nonsense! <laughs> yeah, I was we, reading we need, something else. Definitely. We need some definitely. more classic Marty Kane footage. What? <laughs> what? No, I was just thinking of something else. Sorry. Um, no, no, basically, I just wanted to focus on with some mates. So literally, we saw, like, it was, like, this nativity, and we were, like, we saw this guy come past, you know, sort of, like, um, there's the three wise men and the donkey, and there's this guy as a lobster, and we, I was, like, we were trying to figure out, why is he a lobster? And we thought, oh, love, actually. Um, and then we, like, they came in again looking for their mate, um, and it turned out they basically dined and dashed, so they had had a meal, and then off and didn't pay. And then they obviously got called back, and we were, like, excuse me, why is your guy dressed as a lobster? And they are like, well, do you know love, actually? I was, like, yes. So... That's my not so funny story. Can, can I just? Uh, that, by the way, that that's that, that, that's a great story, Becca. Um, <laughs> You're wrong. Say, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say that like as in uh, Tommy Wiseau in the room. Um, <laughs> no, what, 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 what a story, Becca. Um, no, can I just point out like what? Why the fuck was Martin Freeman taking a date to the Timothy, seeming they have no fucking kids? Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a bit weird. A bit yeah, weird. but but Chris, not everyone can be like successful with women like you and I. <laughs> where was your last date, Chris? Mm? I've got to ask, seeing as you're throwing some shade. Where, where, where did you take your last date? Where? Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> no, no. Um... <laughs> I didn't mean where anatomically. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just went for a few drinks around Manchester, that's all. Round Manchester. <laughs> Manchester. Yeah. Could you be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Did you deliver that as if, as if you were Pierce Boston? No, that was Ace Rimmer. <laughs> that was that was Arnold playing Ace Rimmer at the end of that episode. <laughs> He's more specific. Just after he said, "Stop me a clipper, I'll be back for Christmas." Whatever. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Some drinks. Where did you take it? Oh God, I couldn't have worded that worse. What are they doing? Oh, 
God, I can't think of anything worse. I'm just, uh, this, if if I if the day ever comes where I have kids, this I will just be cringing through this every year. Like, oh fuck's sake! Cringe, cringe, cringe. Oh, I just be like, oh yeah, just just panted the kids. Like, yeah, they weren't actually really good, though, were they? And now we're just gonna sort of grandstand someone because someone's got a famous, someone someone who's reasonably famous has got like a kid who's here for like a month or so. Ah, uh, here's the big number. Yeah, if you actually watch this with the audio, like you can hear the drumming is actually not that particularly great. It's just pretty basic stuff. Mariah Carey is amazing. No, she's not. She's fucking awful. <laughs> I love this Christmas song. The best thing about Mariah Carey is I'm, I'm not even going to go into it, but anyone listening who's not aware of her reputation, go and search like on Google for like what they call the Riders. Those who don't know what it is, um, is when when like. Um, famous people go and play like arenas um theaters anything they've normally got what's called a rider and it is their terms and conditions for playing there so beyond um beyond pay and everything else they can ask for silly little things like uh, I, I mean think of something really basic uh frank skinner used to say that um he would always ask for chicken right and he, he just said it was quite interesting to see the different ways that got interpreted. So he said some places you go, you get a whole sort of cooked chicken. Some places you get chicken sandwiches and so on. Um, but then it goes up to the right diva end of things where um, they'll ask for like the room to be painted yellow, uh, you know, the rooms to be painted white and fucking 12 dubs to be let out as soon as they get there and constant applause and things like that. Morrissey insists on every, everything being completely fucking vegan when he goes there. Like, they can't serve any meat for, like, a week. It's just, like, get over your fucking self. But if you look up... Um, the best one was the Foo Fighters. Was it the Foo Fighters? No, it's not the Foo Fighters. I think it, it was one of the rock acts, like ACDC. Or Metallica, it might have been. They insisted on, like, M&Ms with, like, all the brown ones taken out, just <laughs> as a joke. But, but Mariah Carey's was really, really, like, ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, you just got to look it up. She's an asshole. I think... I mean, you got you got a few like that. And it's just the old diva... It doesn't help the fact that it's kind of lauded over. It's like, oh, you're a diva. And I'm like... It's, 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 it's something to be proud of. It's not a badge of office to be a, like, sport. It's like, as it, since when is it... Like, since when is it cool to be act like a fucking bellend? Like if I if I had like that I I would be the labelled the hugest dick in the universe. But from when Ryan Carey or or Beyonce or whoever if they if they do it, oh my god, aren't, aren't they so brilliant? Aren't they aren't they amazing? Aren't they entitled to do that? It's like no, they're fucking balanced. You can't just demand shit like that. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, I, I yeah I agree with you, Dave. Yeah. See, now, the way he stood there, she should be sucking him off then. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> as body language, that would work. But I don't think she'd be as sanguine. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Imagine how embarrassing it would be if it turned out he actually did give her the necklace. It was there on Christmas morning. <laughs> he probably gave her a necklace of types. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rowan Atkinson turned up and poured flowers <laughs> over it. A bit of glitter? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh dear! This show's been nothing special, but I've I've got I've got two bits for a trailer, so that's alright. I can make it sound good. Yeah, that that that's the bit I think. Ah. Oh. Yep, you idiot! Oh. You've blown your marriage. We didn't even get blown. Get blown. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if he was like deemed to be the main character and that was the tagline? He just had like a poster of Alan Rickman looking all serious with he blew he blew his life without even getting blown. This Christmas, love actually. Hmm. It ain't over till it's over. I will find you. I don't know who you are. I mean, who the fuck leave me from coming out like an action action guy? Uh, I don't know. Well, at the age he did, it was a surprise. But I mean, he was talked about for Bond. In fact, probably more. Like, it's more likely that had McClory got something alternative off the ground, he'd have been in that as opposed to the official series. Mm. But yeah, he could have been Bond. He's the same. He's the same sort of vintage as Pierce Brosnan. I forgot she was in this film. What the hell? I'm sorry, I never buy the two kids like look, look at each other going like, oh, our parents are going to get it. You know, like, no, no, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't really happen, does it? That's all just a big race to commit your love for it, for someone. Mm. <clears throat> I just love how like fathers are just easily just like just throw the doors away. Like, yeah, yeah. Take her.
Yeah, and this won't happen either. What wouldn't? Just like, yeah, let's just all, like, you just grab mem- like, random members of the people, like locals, just go like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna ask my, ask my sister to to marry to marry her, and then we'll sort of follow. So like, oh, this could this could be good. There'd be something worth seeing. Let's get a crowd going. Nah, don't buy it. Here's Rowan to save today. Also, kind of insensitive uh, after 9-11 to uh, bypass airline security the way they do. That's how you do it. (laughs) There's very few obese shoe bombers. It is fucking miles. I flew from Heathrow when I went to Oklahoma, which I was talking about the other day. I flew from Heathrow, and they said, it's 15 minutes to your gate, walking. I couldn't believe it. It was like, how fucking big is this airport? It's huge. Yeah. I've never felt more cosmopolitan as, as going, this is a big airport, isn't it? What <laughs> <laughs> is like LAX and... New York and you know, it's all various other airports around America. I'm always sort of like, it's bloody massive. Oh, Chicago's fucking huge. Oh, Chicago! Oh my god, that's vast. So, you, like, like that's an absolute you, maze. Like, you you yeah. literally have to get trams to each fucking terminal. Yeah, it looks pretty massive. Uh, yeah, it was. I think I remember we did a trip when I was in Wisconsin. We did a trip to New York, and I think literally we got lost. <laughs> we nearly didn't make it on the plane. Because we were like, run! Yeah, it was a bit hairy. Well, you said it. Did you go, run! Run! We were like, fucking leg it! There it is. Fucking leg it. That's the uh, adult version of Fog on Legon. Yes. <laughs> I say, boy. All those people delighted to see, like, a 60 year old man strip naked. Yeah, they're all delighted. I love that. They all watch the same stuff, and they're all utterly charmed by all of it at all times. <laughs> Cheesiest fucking film ever. Oh, Apart from it? all the infidelity and mental illness and stuff. Also, wouldn't them security uh, actually be armed? Go on then. Quickly do her. And then they never spoke again. No, we're sad. <laughs> and he became John Tracy. Well, now a few years later, smartphones came out and he could Snapchat his dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
heartwarming. Excuse me. That's a fucking moustache. For what? For to say yes. Becca does talk to herself a lot when she's reading other things during films. I still see you. I still see you. <laughs> you marriage me. <laughs> oh, bless him. Considering he's done Portuguese in such a short space of time. He's so beautiful. Look at his face. Let me see if it charms me. Hang on. I thought so. Hang on a bit. Well, she's not that attractive, actually. <clears throat> but Colin. <laughs> Do you find Colin Firth attractive now? I know he's like aged a bit. Well, I don't know who you're asking there, but on the basis that it's me, I would go a lot as far as to say if I was a woman, I'd have a moist fanny. <laughs> Actually, you can, marry, you can marry neither William or Harry. What are you talking about? Well, just, and, you know, he's like, okay, you should get it, middle marry Prince William. Actually, no, you can't, because Britain's never married. But he wasn't then. I know. He's probably, he wasn't much older than, than us, is he, Chris? He's, But no, um, League of Gentlemen returned this evening. Um, so literally, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to go and watch it because it was just one of my favourite telly programmes ever. Oh, I loved it at the time, but I can't be asked with the revival. It's, oh, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not revival. It's not really revival. Just picking up. Uh, yeah, I can't three, be asked. Three episode specials. It might be brilliant, but I can't be asked. It's 15 years ago. It's the past. Don't want to know. Have you uh, have you have you seen the Inside uh, Number Nine? No, they're done. They're what they're what I watched in my late twenties. I'm not bothered now. Oh, I need to watch it. It's so oh, good. You should should watch. It's like number nine. It's actually really really good. Yeah. And each one's different. And they're different. If I'm, I'm going to watch anything inside anything, it will be something else. <laughs> Have you seen Psychoville? Yeah, I didn't like it. <clears throat> I thought Psychoville was shit. Inside number nine is is better. It's I've actually heard really inside good. Inside nine, I've heard that's good. Psychoville wasn't that good. No, it's like oh, it's actually genius. There are really, really good episodes. Some of them are just hands down I best do. TV ever. Yeah, but I, I don't want to revisit it. It's done. I don't want to watch old men trying to do what they did 15 years ago. Mm. You know, it's it'd be like I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a bit like I, I, I know one of them is dead, but I don't want to see Led Zeppelin get back together. You know no. what I mean? I don't. Everything has its time, and they had theirs. Well, I don't know. Oh, it's not very nice. I, I think this film lacks some of the sort of gravitas of something like The World Is Not Enough. <laughs> we'll die another day. It doesn't have the heavyweight casting in my view. 
To be fair, it actually does look... This is really fucking tasteless, right? I think maybe I made the wrong choice. I yeah. Think... Uh, his previous woman fucked his mate? <laughs> his brother? Oh, was it his brother? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? So, like, are they are they supposed to be separated and he's fucked off to another country? Uh, I don't know. I don't care, really. She's the Prime Minister's sister, so she could have come back for that, I suppose. Perhaps they're going to go to, like, you know, a greasy spoon. Prime Minister arrives and they go to, like, Sid's calf. <clears throat> ah, you should have kissed her. You should have kissed her. No. <laughs> No, that's cool. No, it's not. It's all good. Yeah. But then again, they were like eight, so... He should he should be, like, absolutely riddled with crabs. <laughs> I think it's Jim doing, like, a, a fake American accent as well. Who is? Uh, Denise Richards. Yeah, she can't even do her own accent. No, what a can't. talent! Oh no, oh, no, oh no, it's the other one. What's the uh, name? And she, oh. and she can't, and she can't kiss realistically either. Yeah. That it's just fuck off. He's the prime minister. Don't be such a twat. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> what are you talking about? Spoiler alert. Becca's just holding separate conversations <laughs> somewhere, but she's talking to like <laughs> magazines or the BBC. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, to fair, I think this film is actually shot nicely. Ah, juicy. No, it does look very nice. It is yeah. basically a snow globe. I oh, know. But these are all like genuine, like homecomings. They aren't just staged. These are the heartwarming bits where we invade on people's privacy. They're like, you sure you didn't mind being captured on national film? National film? The first international film, you know. Mm. Do you think Richard Curtis likes love? I think he loves love and loves likes. Actually? Yeah. Um, Becca, you've got a really easy task now. Because next year you've only got to pick a film that's better than that pile of shit. Oh dear. Um, I mean, Chris had a bit of a tall order following me. Jingle all the way it is then. Chris, Chris, <laughs> right. So I can tentatively, I can tentatively book in the the Burn Andrews wedding for January nineteen as Chris falls in love with you in, in desperate thanks. <laughs> We've got to go alphabetical, though. Be my name first. <clears throat> well, that doesn't really work, considering that will be year three of our choices. <laughs> you go. You went first on the Bond commentaries. I went first on this. Yeah, so have a think about what you want, Becca, for Christmas commentary um, next year. Something well, with tasty or dishy men in it. Probably. I know, I think I... Uh, I, I just hope it has tits, that's all I care about. Oh, um... Okay. 
Well, oh, yeah. Becca's actually thinking about it. The like, 2018 Christmas commentary porkies. <laughs> well, I've got one thing in mind. Whether it'll be the same thing this time next year. <laughs> it might be a different film. I, I might think. I might think of a different film. Oh, okay. I was, I was actually thinking like, well, yeah, the the, the film that it's, I have in mind might actually Becca, change. Becca, it'll be like a Christmas story or something. Oh, okay. Actually, no. That's you not so popular something... over here. You found something even cheesier? No, I think it's quite a good Christmas film. A Christmas story, that isn't really pop- well, not as popular over here as it is in America. No, it's a big thing in America. Because it's, it's about, well, it's gun, basically, isn't it? So it wants to be a BB gun for Christmas. Uh, I, I, yeah. watched, I don't get it. I don't think it's... I, I, maybe it's just it's, like it's a translation. It's a charming thing. story, but I don't... I can kind of get why it hasn't... I mean, it's, it's a very lovely story, but it doesn't have, like... Is it a lovely story? I just... I think it's a bit I mean, of a it's, just, it's one of those kind of like heartwarming kind of stories, but I can kind of get why it hasn't had the... I mean, it might have done, and I just might have missed out on it, I don't know. But it hasn't had the traction that it does, that, it, that I perceive it to do in, in uh, Across the Pond. That's what you... You know, you don't kind of see it very often on, on TV. Um, yeah, it's just never really... My uh, typing now is actually looking for the Love Actually soundtrack because it will take five minutes to cut the trailer to this pile of shit. I mean, to this, uh, to this uh, ex- <laughs> ex- ex- excellent festive offering. Can I, can I announce my Christmas choice now? Of course you can. Scrooged. Oh, that's a fucking brilliant choice. Yeah. yeah. I love anyway, Scrooge. I'll see yeah, Screw you. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> you do. None of it. Just because I mocked you mercilessly, you feel you can throw some shade. Yes. I well, think I'm vindicated. Bollocks. <laughs> no, um, I shall put it in my calendar for next year. <laughs> when? Well, I, I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a slot in August. <laughs> in December. All right. Um, I'll have a different phone by then. Wow. Yeah, but you can sync phones. I know that's a bit like your kryptonite syncing calendars. Yeah, I'm not very good at doing that. That's one thing I do find with my dyspraxic brain is just like I gotta do it on paper. Yeah, I don't I really just, use paper anymore. It just confused me. Cause I'm down with the kids, unlike you with your raggy <laughs> Raggy. Raggy raggy sauce. No fuck off, I'm cool. I watch South Park. Yeah, South Park is cool, like twenty 20- Twenty years ago. Yeah, for twenty. Well, it still is kind of cool. It's still kind of cool, but it's it's not like the new thing. It's not new, new, new. No. New, 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 new. Not as it's not as cool as Mork and Mindy. It's no Mork and Mindy. No. Do you know what is? Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. What other mid two thousand references can we make? I think you're a bit out with mid two thousands for Mork and Mindy. Okay. Let's call it, folks, because frankly, I felt out of my depth through most of that. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't handle the emotion. I couldn't handle the verisimilitude, and I couldn't handle the fucking length. Not for the first time. That's a really long film. <laughs> okay. It, it 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 is long film, and uh, with that, we uh, we thank you, dear listeners, for putting putting up with that. And... <laughs> yeah, you put up with our nonsense all year. Don't we just know how to reward you? I give you more nonsense. Merry Christmas! Do you know it's the best? It's the best Christmas. It's best. It's the best present. Full stop. Since I got Star Trek Five for my fortieth. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> just, just Star Trek Five on its own. All right. Fuck it. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, well, Merry Christmas and thank you. Thank you one and all. I sound insincere now because all the sincerity has been leached out of me by that film. So let me try this again with extra sincerity. I'd just like to say thank you, all of you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, he's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> thank you. Your turn to sound really fucking insincere. Merry Christmas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten how to hear words. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Food goes in here. Um. <laughs> Fucking hell! Non sequitur from paper tonight. <laughs> Random <laughs> words. <laughs> I go even further back in time by referencing The Simpsons, which again is not current. I think it's older than South Park. Dave's losing his mind. Oh, he's just. Like... Yes, thank you very much, everybody. I um, appreciate you sticking with us for all this time. Um, I'm a fucking terrible taste you have. Stuck with us. What terrible taste do you have? Yeah, fucking hell. It's Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. Stick with us if you don't find a better podcast, and frankly, you could throw a fucking dart and hit a better podcast. <laughs> good luck and good night. Yes. Bye. Merry Christmas, good night, and we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs>